Welcome to the Game Informer Show, a weekly video game podcast releasing every Thursday. I am your host, Alex Stadnick, and as always, I am honored to be joined by the illustrious Alex Van Aiken. Hi, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, Alex. Good to have you back. We missed your beautiful face. Likewise. Yeah. Uh, join us each week alongside a rotating crew of GI editors and special guests from around the industry as we bring you the latest news, reviews, and big man swag your eyes and ears can handle. This one. Folks, we did it. They said it couldn't be done. They couldn't count that high, but we did. We broke through episode 600 of the Game Informer show. Can you believe it? I can. No. It's amazing. I, uh, A lot of talking. <laughs> it is, that is probably too much talking. Uh, and we, we were all here for every one of those episodes, too. <laughs> every one of them, yeah. Phenomenal feat. If, if, if you look back at the GI offices back when Helgeson was there, Alex and I were just there in the cribs, you know? Yeah. Getting rocked to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is a special one, right? 600 episodes of the show is, is insane. And that's partially uh, because we've been able to do 600 episodes because of y'all's support. So I figured... Let's do a, a total community episode, right? So we're going to answer the the, the GI community has been amazing. Uh, sent in their community questions. We have a bunch that we're going to go over. Um, and we're just going to get nutty. And I can't think of a better group to do that with than who we have assembled here. So first up, you know him, you love him. Blake Hester. Hello. That's right. Hello. New background for all y'all on YouTube. Check it out. This Ow. is what's unfortunate is I've now exposed myself. As someone who has video game art on his wall, <gasps> wow! Now, the, nerd. now all yeah. the now all the people in the comments who call, don't call me a fake gamer, they'll know I'm a real gamer because I hung up fine art of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, didn't your it, dad draw that? My dad drew that for Polygon.com, so it's only like kind of video game art. It's more like family art, sentimental. Mm, you know what I'm right. saying? Of course, of course. Um, yeah, shouts out. The Vox, Vox, the Vox organization for that one. <laughs> and then, of course, K-Star in the building, Kim Wallace. Hello. Let's go. I'm here. I'm ready. Let's yeah. Do you, gotta, you, you got your jersey on today. I can see. Well, yeah. I mean, the Bulls don't have a prayer, but I'm having one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm hoping that the jersey makes all the difference. Um, what, what number do you got on there? Levine, eight. Okay. Shout out. Love the love the love Levine. He used to be a Ad, wolf. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Yeah. Oh, Maroon Five. <laughs> yeah. Place oh, no. for the Bulls. I used to love when him and Jimmy wow. Butler would take it down the court. <laughs> it's not. It's this isn't a good first round matchup for the Bulls. Let me just say that we don't have the height. Um, it's not looking good. But they're only down one game at this point. So hey, you never know. You never know what could happen. New Orleans just beat uh, beat Phoenix. So um, Van Aken. Hold on. I'm sorry, Alex. Van Aken. What can, what is more likely that you could name another member of Maroon Five or that you can name another player on the Chicago Bulls? Me? Yeah. Derek Rose. He's not there anymore, but no, current he used player. to be. Be Rose. Mr. Michael player. Jordan, my favorite Maroon Five. Also doesn't member. play for the Bulls anymore. Um, Wait, are there other members other than Adam Levine? Like, I don't know who else. Yeah. Other, like Maroon Five. There's name five. another Maroon Five. Name well, another... I couldn't do that. I couldn't no do one that. can. Okay. Drummer. <laughs> drummer. <laughs> drummer. First name the last name drummer. Yeah, of course. Um, and then last but not least, the man of the hour, the beautiful boy. Look at this. Look at him glowing. 
Dan Tack is here for one last episode. Fitting, it's episode 600. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I came back for one last score, all right? Surrounded himself <laughs> in darkness. For I got job. one last job. And yeah, one last done. job to do. They're calling me back in. Um, <laughs> it's great to be here. Thanks for having me, as always. Um, yeah, they told me I couldn't go past 600, so that's why. Mm. You know. <laughs> you're, you're like milk. You had an expiration date. Too many date. jackets. Yeah, like, exactly, Too many yeah. jackets. He didn't have enough to keep it going. Yeah. True. Uh, for those you who don't know, jackets. I do. Also, Grizzlies in five. Boom! I said it. All right, let's go. I didn't want it. Here's the deal. Are you I, supposed that's, to take that, Alex? <laughs> that's been going around in Discord now, and like, I don't want to be like the guy who's like, "Oh, you're a Grizzlies fan? Name every player." But like, Tack, you're kind of pushing me there. You're kind oh, of pushing I don't, me there. I, I, I don't know a single player on that team. Grizzlies in five. Don't. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Wolves at seven. It's the proclamation. It's gonna happen. Um. So. Uh, Dan, I guess let's let's get sappy, right? You are for those who don't know, Killing Dan me. Tack. After eight years, is uh, off to the next adventure. Uh, he is going to a place that he will t- talk about when he can, right? Um, uh, it's so, not yeah, a state I, I up, up I north. I cannot say but... where yet, but it, it, it is in games. So okay, I'll, I'll it's tell in you a, that. it's in games in a, it's, it's a video game world. You know, you're going to Azeroth. Cool. He yeah. already did. <laughs> you know, I spent a long time in Azeroth already, um, wow. so I'm not going back there. Um, you're going back yeah. to the replay days where you get sucked into the into the games. I'll never forget those days. <laughs> yeah. You die in the game. You die in real life. Yep. That's wow. Like, that's a pull. Shout yeah. out. That's I mean, free guy, right? Ryan Reynolds. No, that was that Shia LaBeouf movie from like 20 years ago. Peanut Butter Falcon. No, no, not. This is already off to a yeah, great start. Peanut butter Falcon. I think it was stay. I think that was it, Kim. Yeah, Stay Alive actually is one of the two movies that has a special Game Informer cover. Yep, that was oh, made really? just for the movie. Yeah, a little Game Informer lore for you there. Oh, okay. oh, what was the other one? It was Billy Madison or something. It was, right? it was uh, Grandma's Boy, I believe. Oh. Was yeah. <laughs> you see my confusion. Yeah, which is a great yeah. movie, by the way. Hilarious. Anyway, do you know what was on the cover? The Stay Alive one was for the game Stay Alive, and for Grandma's Boy, Shadow I, of the Colossus, right? I don't recall which one it was for for Grandma's Boy. Okay, alrighty. Well, Tack, you have been here for eight years, um, almost eight and a half, almost eight and a half. So basically ten, you know, for rounding up. What it's a lot you, of rounding. <laughs> <laughs> um, what has been like? When you look back at that, like what stands out to you from from your time at GI? I mean, God, so many things, right? I mean, honestly, they cannot all fit everywhere. Um, obviously, I have tons of fond memories of of amazing things that that went on, amazing things we did, cover stories, fun videos, podcasts. Reviews, previews, features, games. I mean, the office. Man, I don't want. I don't want bulleted list here. I want like the, the some, office seems so far memory. away. Like even back when we were in the office, you know, the the old brick brick walls around my uh, my game space, playing yeah. games in the office. All right, I, I would say you know, one of the major things was the, was the Dark Souls three cover story. I think that was definitely that was my first cover story, and it was a wild ride. Uh, I've told this so many times. I'm not going to take up the whole podcast telling it again, but it was like a 24 hour turnaround for the story. And there was a lot of very interesting developments with that one. That was, that was a story that almost didn't happen. Um, so I'm really glad that, you know, it was a, a trial by fire, if you will. And, you know, I've done so many covers since then. And, but that was, that's when I'll always remember. So mm-hmm. 
Did it? Was it falling apart in Japan, or were you all back at this point? Oh, it was. It fell apart in every which direction at all stages. It was <laughs> trying to hold it together with with, with duct tape. Yeah, um, was uh, exciting, um, mm. <laughs> and and we got through it somehow. Yeah, and uh, now it's it's wall art behind you. Look at that. It is. Yeah, right there. or floor art, I guess. It's, it's floor not, art. Not I was wall. I was yeah. getting ready to hang it, and then well, yeah. it's not going to get hung up now at this point. So. Right. Um, and, the, you know, you were, uh, you know, you were back in the day, you were uh, a star of replay, right? You, uh, you had your moments. That's true. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to miss all of that so much. You have no idea. I cannot articulate it. Um, I, I, it was not an easy decision. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'm going to miss you guys a lot. I don't yeah. want to get sappy here. All right. But <laughs> we're going to miss you a lot. You've yeah. been uh, an awesome dare i say mentor <gasps> a friend no you got me to try the parlor burger finally that thing was good oh uh, yeah that was a good night yeah. yeah it's been it's it's been awesome even though it's been a short time dan yeah. it's been awesome working with you I mean, it's been it's hasn't really been that short. it feels short but it's almost it's, two years it's been, it's, it's that, it's for, to some that's a really long time you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say i i it's funny. I'm going to, you know, a podcast is where you be honest with other people, right? Uh, you were one of the most in, in, uh, intimidating editors when I first showed up to my my internship. Because, like, you in the old office, right, you get up there, you know, it's cool, there's video games and stuff, but then Dan's in the corner, right? And it's kind of, like, dark over there, and it's already, like, Dan the jacket. And I was like, oh, he's, like, in his lair, like, doing his thing. And I was like, this is this is the man right here. And... <laughs> And I remember, I remember, and people were like, do you, do you and Dan have beef? Like, what's going on? And I was like, no, but I remember like the first podcast, I like, I made some claim that like Star Wars was going to do better than Dark Souls. And you like shut that down. You're like, no, 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 <laughs> that is not the case. Well, to yeah, be fair, Alex, that was a bad take. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> he put me, the man put me in my place, like neededly so. Um, I mean, yeah, I remember this now. I remember the incident. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know. I think you're awesome, but you had to get shut down. For, I would shut anyone down for that. Big right? facts. So. Yeah, I was, I was the youthful, inexperienced, like, I'm going to be on the podcast. And Dan's like, not yet, young man. Like, call me yourself. <laughs> and look at now. Now you run the place. Now I run so. it. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, our, our friendship has, has grown from there. And uh, you have been a key part in uh, growing our streams, which has been, you know, an interesting challenge in the pandemic era. But, I, you know, we're in a really cool place because of you. Um, you know, we've, you, you do a lot of streaming on your own, which is not ending. Correct. Can you talk about that? Not at this time. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not, but so you can, okay. you can find me there if you want to talk to me, uh, <laughs> at Dan Tack, uh, yeah. twitch.tv slash Dan snacks. Cool place to be. I hear. Yeah. Come hang out if you want. Come chill or yeah. don't. <laughs> I'm going to start crying right now. You know, this is killing me. So <laughs> don't do that <laughs> or do, um, yeah, I don't know what I like. It seems weirdly fitting that your last game you reviewed is Elden Ring 2. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're going to go out on a banger, that's, that's you know, one of two tens I've ever given in my career. So what was the other one? The other one was Overwatch. Oh, mm. that makes sense. Okay. Did you, did you review Bloodborne? I did. Okay. What'd you go that? 975. Couldn't Ooh. quite make it. Yeah. I gotcha. I, uh, I recently tried that. the one that finally that. did it for him. Yeah. yeah, I was saving. I was like, you know, 
This is really good, but I bet they're going to do something even better. <laughs> just save fist 10 for another day. Yeah, you can just hold on to this one. Yeah. Hold on until they do maybe an open world interpretation of this. <laughs> just shooting a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact about GI, they just give you a certain amount of scores you can give, and you have to like choose, <laughs> yeah, choose what you give out. Yeah. So yeah. Take That's why Blake gives so many now, sixes. Alex. <laughs> hey, I've only given one six, and it, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was definitely it's definitely weird being like i'm not gonna review a game again for for gi that's yeah weird mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah this will be the first time in almost a decade you don't get like access to a game really that you're and like, and over well over that's it's more like two i mean almost two decades of doing this not all a gi obviously mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you gotta have to start buying games again that sucks yeah i yeah <laughs> i i'm okay with that i mean i mean <laughs> That's Gamefly.com, great option. Gamefly, yeah, I'm getting. Oh no, I'm gonna go to GameStop to get all my games. Uh huh. Come on now. I just players. wanted to say that's one thing Pac <laughs> always did really well was breaking down what worked with a game, what didn't, and mm-hmm. not as somebody like me sometimes over explaining. But he just got to the point, and you knew how he felt, and you knew where the game you know, had its flaws and what he really liked about it. And I always loved um, reading your reviews because of that. Like that, that was something like I said, you always broke it down. So break it down. You got it. (laughs) Yeah. Break it down. (laughs) Well, and, and you, you opened at least me up and I know our community to maybe genres that we wouldn't have been as into. Mm -hmm. Right. And you took, at least for me, you know, something like the Souls community, which gets a bad rap online, deservedly, undeservedly, right? Depending on what corner of the internet you're in. But like you you've you've shine shown a light, shined a light on like the good parts of those communities and, and been a great uh asset of that. And you know, I feel like I'm a I have a better uh uh taste for gaming now working with you and getting to know you. So yeah, somebody think- somebody'll pick up that torch. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um- We've been finding the little gems as well, like stuff that like no one heard of before it became like really popular too. Like like you guys got to check out this game. Mm. I I think Dan Tech single handedly sold me on Elden Ring, which is like there's no way any other game is going to be my game of the year this year. Sorry to all the other games, but Elden Ring's different. Uh, I I had I had friends who tried to gatekeep me out of playing that, but I read Dan Tech's cover story, and Dan Tech like is just he just wants people to love souls games the way he loves them and i i remember editing his cover story and that was it i was like i'm in on this and that game's great dan tech also responsible for the only time i ever threw up out of my nose <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if he remembers that night i sure don't remember much of it but it happened that is the <laughs> thing that happened it's so nice. i owe those two things to dan tech yeah <laughs> I, I can, I'll keep I'll keep credit for one of those. The other one, <laughs> I think I can. I can the draw. vomit out the nose. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a favorite game you've reviewed? Tack is it Elden Ring? I mean, yeah, it's a pretty boring answer, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we we just we just got there, right? Like, yeah. yeah How about your least favorite? Oh, I was oh, that was the setup. Born. I was getting there. Yeah. You, ne- you never remember the least favorite games. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, it probably it's probably like that that bad Double Dragon game or mm. Hatred or. Any number of the various like six point fives to sevens that I just don't even remember playing at all at this point, right? Right. Like the, you reviewed hatred. Yes, we decided <laughs> as an outlet we were going to review that game for what? whatever reason. Hey, it wasn't my choice. All right, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna say whose it was. Um, but uh, yeah, we did review that game for. We were like, I, I believe the call was made because it was 
you know, people are talking about this. We got to review it. I'm like, well, yeah. all right. It's your dime. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know what else to ask you. Um, I'm going to miss you like crazy. You have been uh, the glue guy. We were talking about basketball earlier, right? But like you are the, the glue guy inside the office and out. And uh, we were lucky to, to have worked with you. So absolutely yes, the pleasure's all over on this side of the table my friend um <laughs> really is maybe yeah. you know hopefully i'll come back someday and have a can cut a parlor burger uh with, with y'all there we go yeah for those of you who don't know fair. the parlor burger is the best burger in the in the universe wow it is the best burger i have ever had and it's so good and it's a it's a minneapolis special it's the elden ring of burgers <laughs> Dan Tech wow. says some wild things, and he was talking this parlor burger up one night, and I went and had it. It's like the Elden Ring of burgers. Like, he didn't lie. On that <laughs> no, that's a good like, take. It's that good. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. Didn't We've never had anyone disappointed by the parlor burger. I feel. There have yeah. been a few, but, but it's have? really, really high ratio. Tops. Like, okay. I, br- I brought some yeah. people out when they're in town for it, and they're just like, yeah, it was good. Did they have like a weird gum disease while they were eating it? Like, did they just throw off the flavor? Maybe they had like a cold weird and couldn't taste it. It's like, it's like 99 out of 100. Yeah. Well, I don't want to meet the one person. One. Yeah. That's okay. You know, and, yeah. and, you know, we have the best, one of the best pizzas in town too, with, uh, with black sheep, you know, that night. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> I was ready for you to whoa. say a certain other place that, <laughs> that, uh, um, we went to that has amazing pizza as well. Right. Oh, I we're never going to talk about that. All right. <laughs> that, that place. We're not talking about it, all right? I refuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You want to go there for your going away party? Sure. <laughs> and I want to get. I want. We're going to get you a slice of pizza. I yeah. can't. I'm whole, you're going to get the whole pie. I'm, I'm going to take a picture of Alex with like two different slices from there and just going. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's what I want to see. I want to see that. Just like, oh my god, yeah. people actually eat that. It's like eating eating a foam plate. Ah, uh, the like, Velveeta cheese on yeah. here is just oh, wonderful. Just the, the wafting yeah. vapors from. What is, a, what is a chunk of cardboard called a pizza, you know? Well, I'm not hungry anymore. Yeah, well, black sheep I mean, good. Yeah. Black, black sheep very good. The, uh, Actually, real talk, I think our food talks are some of my favorite BS that we've ever, <laughs> we ever come up with. The, uh, the spicy salami and uh, red pepper, whatever pizza there is, mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of the best I've ever had. Just so good. Anyway. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know the community feels the same. You know, you uh, you have endeared yourself to them and them to you, and uh, they're going to miss you as well. So, um, but enough with the sappiness. We'll get hey, into... By the uh, way, for them, I'm, I mean, I'm not leaving... I'm only leaving those communities if they kick me out. All right, so I don't. I don't plan to leave any of those groups. Max told me I had to. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. you're very much out of those groups now. Yeah, well, I'll try to sneak back in. Under it was the name. whole like DefCon Five ban. Like, Watch out for know. a guy named Donnie D. And <laughs> Dak joins in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you're gonna have to sub on your own too. You're gonna have to. We ain't, we're not just well, you, like you'll get my Amazon. Great. You're gonna have yeah. to get my Amazon Prime sub now. I guess. That's oh fine. man, you gotta. You Actually, gotta you know do what? like Holly, a Holly will just. Holly, I was gonna Holly, say Holly will give me one. I'm not worried yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Holly, we love you. Stop giving subs to the people who work here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, Tack isn't dying, obviously. So you can still talk to him on on Twitter. Um. And uh. And on his streams and stuff like that. Um. And, uh, you know, we're not done talking about uh, Mr. Dan Tack because we have a couple of community questions here. So um, any any final thoughts about your tenure at, at GI you want to talk about before we move on, Tack? I mean, again, there's so many. And 
I would have loved to have like the community put in favorite moments too. That would have been interesting. I'm sure they did send some in. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the other cool stuff we did, like doing like those big extra life videos, like the one we did with, uh, you know, the murder mystery. That was really fun to put together that one year. That was so long ago. Um, God, there's just so much stuff. It's it's impossible to relay how much stuff actually went on mm-hmm. in that in that in the old days in that office. And even now, I'm I've been amazed at what we've been able to accomplish at range. So we've. We have done, I think, the best with what we got, right? You know, pandemic screwed up a lot of plans. Like this, yeah. Yeah, a lot of plans. Um, but like, y'all did the wing streams and those have been fantastic, right? Like those, those, like those were one of, Yeah, those were one of the things I really wanted to do in person because I think we could just do a lot more with them, like hot one style. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice to get the wing challenges into the rotation. I'm sure Marcus and Reiner will, will carry that one very far after I'm gone. It's, it's such a fun way to do things. Right. Right. But that's it's hard because like no one takes spice like you do. You just like you're like, yep, this is a bean that I just ate that's ten trillion Scoville. Yes. Like, I'm I mean, throwing you know, up I, I've gone down too, man. Like there's been a couple of sauces in my day that I the one chip challenge last year was really was really tough, but nothing destroyed me like Da Bomb. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Hot One Staple. It's a hot one staple and it's not actually the the heat. It's less hot than like the one chip challenge and some other things that I've had, but what it it actually feels like a hot coal enters your stomach oh, when no. it gets down there. Like you could feel it. You actually know where it is in your tummy. That's illegal to like sell to people to eat. It's really, really the worst. Don't ever try that one. That anyway. sounds awful. I uh, I know I keep saying we're gonna move on, but Kim, uh, you've been you've been buddies with TAC uh, for for the long haul here. Do you have any any favorite TAC memories you can share with the? Uh, with the, the group oh, here. Oh gosh. I mean, there's like so many because we've done a lot of like RPG talks together, but I think it was early on when he's like, I did the math and it was during <laughs> that Soul Blazer replay that always stands out to me. Um and then too, like we did um the game's not around the magic cover story together. Oh, yeah. Um, that was, uh, we got put in like this hotel that had like, <laughs> could be haunted, could be haunted. And it had like the same weird, creepy photos in everybody's room. Cause I, it, like this woman was like looking down at me and it was scaring me. So I like took a picture of it as like this, like, I hope this isn't above your guys' bed. And like, then I got a message back from like Leo and Tack had it all in their room too. Just like they purchased multiple pictures of this creepy like Renaissance woman just like looking <laughs> at you, Creed, like as <laughs> as you're trying to like rest. Um that was fun. But just like I said, I think we've had like a lot of great chats about games and Tack has been a great like supporter of me throughout everything, which I really appreciate. And you know, trying to give me confidence to be like, you can do this. Like, and he's still on me. I know about the Soul series, even though I'm like scared, still scared of it, like a little baby. Um, but yeah, there's been like a lot of things over the years we've got to do that's really fun. I mean, you never forget like the bonding moments of like being in the E3 trenches or, you know, having to work hard to turn a cover story around and working together on that stuff. Um, and then, like, the fun times, like, the extra life. Um, and I think it, it was cool, like I said, getting to have all those memories together. And like I said, um, we're probably going to stay friends, I think, for life. So I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I think that's a safe assumption. And, uh, and yeah, that hotel was 
That is probably the worst hotel I've ever stayed. One of the worst hotels I've ever stayed in. There was like mold on the sheets, like needles Who behind desks. On those what? They, yeah, they tried to make it look all like fancy on the outside, but it was just it was one step removed from like the worst motel you've ever seen. We only stayed there one night. We had to get out of there. Yeah, that we place moved was awful. to a different hotel. Leo, was, like a champ, decided to stay. I was like, okay. The man stayed? Because I remember hearing about this when y'all got back, but like he stayed, huh? Yeah, he did. He's like, it's only two nights. It's cool. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I know. (laughs) But yeah, Uh it's been amazing working with Kim. I mean, God, it feels like it's been two decades with Kim, honestly, since the the early days. And someday she will play a Souls game. It's going to happen. If you can handle Shin Megami Tansi 5, Elden Ring is going to be like a walk in the park. Oh, I don't know what it is. I just have to like psych myself up to like prepare for failure. (laughs) <laughs> it is yeah we'll get you we'll get you to play it is it is totally worth it um well there you go dan tack the legend the jacket the Birdman, whatever the bird whatever man. bird man i don't know the, you, you like the waterfowl where the hell is, where, where the is duck, this one coming from the duck i don't know i <laughs> now i'm just thinking about all my favorite tack memories so um let's get into some community emails shall we uh let's do it yeah, this Let's is, go. Uh, I guess, to Alex, do we want to do housekeeping at this uh, point? <laughs> I did update no. it in the sheet. Okay. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me go and open that sheet, Alex. Well, since you it's... updated it and all. Yeah. Housekeeping is the part of the show where we tell you what's going on in the world of Game Informer. Uh, Dan's leaving, as you heard. That's number one on the list of housekeeping. Uh, crappy way to start out. housekeeping. Yeah. But... Up next, new podcast reviews. That's how we normally start housekeeping. Uh, this week, we've got a five-star review from A. Kell saying, exciting. Truly, I was at a loss for a gaming podcast to get me through the day. Then I found this show. Sounds like we saved their life. Everyone here is fun and informative. I had the magazine as a kid into my late teen years and always got excited to see when it got to the house. The podcast is the same way. I'm always excited for the next podcast to come out. Keep up the great work, everybody. Hey, Akel, thank you so much, my friend, for taking the time out of your week to go and leave us uh, an awesome review over on iTunes. Um, We appreciate it. It helps the show out. Shout out to you, Akel. Moving on, uh, weekly streams for the week over at twitch.tv slash Game Informer. On Thursday, we're going to be playing Myth Force, which tune in to find out what that is. The name sounds interesting for sure. Um, I'm out of the loop. I've been gone for 10 days. Uh, Elden Wing stream. We have another one on Friday. That's awesome. I I heard great things about the first one. Uh, So tune in Elden Wing Friday, 2 p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash Game Informer. Uh, notable YouTube videos of the, of the week. Shout out to Alex Stadnick for editing it. Um, about a few weeks ago, I sat down with Bruce Campbell um, and did a rapid fire uh, all about the new Evil Dead game. Um, there's very little to do with the actual game in that interview to some people's <laughs> chagrin, but it's Bruce Campbell. Like, you know, you just got to go with the flow. And it was a really fun interview. Thank you to Alex for editing that. I know that was a a big um uh, a big project to take on last minute um and then we've got all sorts of other stuff coming this week as well so stay tuned youtube.com slash game informer uh social plugs follow alex stadnik at studnik 76 you can follow me at it's van aiken follow dan tack wish him a fond farewell at dan tack and of course twitch.tv slash dan snacks that's with an x uh kim wallace 
Follow her at KSTAR1785. And lastly, Blake Hester. You can find him at Radmuir uh, on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. Um, lastly, listen to our other podcasts, Video Gameography, the Video Game History Podcast, all things Nintendo, our weekly Nintendo podcast, and from panel to podcast, our editor-in-chief's comic book podcast. Go listen to all those. We appreciate it. Hope you find something there that you like listening to. Uh, and Alex, let's get into the rest of the show. Let's get buck wild, shall we? Episode yeah. 600, it's a party, right? Let's, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Yeah. Where, where are my balloons? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, we sent them. That I'm sure they're coming. Um, do, I get, do I get to have a what, what? What do I get on the way out? Do I do I get like a little like you know thing? What do they call those things? Like a watch? Are you talking like a those like, things you blow on for New Year's Eve? Oh. I've still got your key. I've still got your keyblade here. I can <laughs> no, you. you're gonna keep that keyblade. You're <laughs> insisting on me keeping it, but it's your, is, you've had it for like a month. Me the keyblade? I'm so well, mad right Alex now. Alex kind of just took it. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I helped you move, and you didn't take he it did. in the trunk. He did. He did help me move, and, and guess what? He wouldn't let me. Left he wouldn't your let me keyblade behind. He. So I want it to be kept in memory of me. Okay. I'm gonna hang it above my bed. Anytime you think you need D to come in and say. Something cool, just be like that. Keyblade is there, bro. Is is, what, is there like Sora? a catchphrase you have to do? Like, does Sora say like a catchphrase when he's? Yeah, using you can the say like it looks like summer vacation is over and the day will come to life. <laughs> Not what Sora says. It's Roxas. Well, I, I, I know that. <laughs> all right, isn't there something about like our hearts are all as great as all outdoors? Yeah, my just friends are like my that. power. The what, heartless to, can't stop us, Mickey. And then Gooby's like. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Like. Feed, the, feed the keyblades sea salt taffy and it'll come to life it's great it's amazing <laughs> okay, perfect i want tack the next time i see tack i want him coming out of the egg that sora comes out in, in kingdom hearts 2 that, that's where he's going next time you see me that probably is what will happen that's why he can't talk about it because organization 13 is like nah man this you can't talk about where you're going yeah he's getting it's, norted it's pretty hush hush but there, there are lots of really cool people there like marluxia that are gonna like you know marluxia. yeah yes who would be your heartless tack? Marlexia. Okay. <laughs> okay. Marlexia is really cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Listener emails. The best part of the show. This is where you can write in. Let us know what to talk about. What uh, What's burning in your mind that you want to get off your chest? You know, a lot of body parts there. Um, uh, email us at podcast at gameinformer.com. Send in your questions, comments, concerns. Or go over to our Discord, which thankfully I don't have to describe this anymore. Alex, how do they do that? Go over twitch.tv slash Game Informer. Subscribe either with Twitch Prime or a Tier 1 sub. Your choice. Then go to the Discord app either on your phone or desktop. Make sure your your, tw your Twitch and your Discord are linked together. Uh, and then check your server integrations and we should be in there. And if you have any issues, uh, email me, alexvanaken at gameinformer.com. All righty. Let's get into it. This first one. Uh, first time, long time. I don't know if you... Uh, he's new to the the podcast ben hansen writes in and says dear dan tack oh, i recently went back and listened to your first episode of the game informer show which was episode 187 my god that's a <laughs> long time ago <laughs> um where you talked about starbound entering early access and your hesitation around the recently unveiled steam boxes I'm wondering what you've learned about the importance of building an online personality and connecting with the community since you started in 2014 and what that says about the future of games coverage in general. Congrats wow. on a hell of a run, Dan Tack. Your knowledge and precision humble us all. 
Look at that. I think that, that Ben Hansen's got a future in games. I don't know. I think so, too. I think he also wants me to write a small novel uh, based on <laughs> yeah. that inquiry. Um, yeah, obviously, I was when I was the new guy at GI, obviously, it took some getting used to to find myself in that crew. Uh, obviously, tons of personalities um, abound here, which is awesome to work with. But at that time, you know, you, they put me in a room with, like, you know, Reichert and Reiner and and, and Tim, and I'm just like, you know, go make fun of that game. It's replay. Go have fun. I'm like, what? What? What do I what? do here? Yeah. Um, so I think that first that first six months, the first year was really about finding my voice there. And I, I think that became a voice that that it's a genuine voice. And I really do love the community. And I think that made it easy. Right. I These are people that I interact with, you know, in a work capacity, but also in a non-work capacity. When I'm sitting there talking about stuff like like E3 or early access and stuff, I'm not like preaching to them like a robot, right? I am having a genuine interaction. Um, and I think that's important. I think that's part of what personality-based, um, you know, what, what streaming and, and YouTube and all that stuff have really, have really gotten into over the years. Uh, you, you cannot relay that kind of, uh, of interaction with print. I love print. It's a sweet thing to do. And I freaking, nothing will ever replace doing a good cover story, man. That is, feels so good to get one of those completely done and edited and, and perfect. Um, which of course they never will be perfect, but you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, it's, right. Just, it's, it's amazing to watch those things come together from, from raw copy, um, distilled down into that essence, but it's not the same as the, as the back and forth that you can have. Like if I, if I, if I write a review, right, I'm just, I'm just telling you what this is, you know, which is cool. But when we can, when we're playing a game together and having a dialogue about it in real time, that's, that's a really very cool experience that allows a conversation and that's what really really all bounds uh gets down to is having a conversation that's mm -hmm. what community is to me is is opening up those doors of communication and conversation um and i think we're doing a great job of it now as we as we enter a new era uh while retaining the really cool things that make us awesome like like cover stories so for sure well, you... thanks for the email ben i uh good to hear from you yeah. you know you know you have my number <laughs> <laughs> What if he just like texted you that verbatim? Like, kind of. <laughs> I wouldn't random. be surprised. <laughs> When's the last movie you guys went to? I was right right before it was pre-pandemic, uh, and we went to see The Irishman. Oh, oh, wow! You're yeah. still watching it, I think. It was a long one, but it was yeah. a fun one. You know, um, <laughs> the the semi-annual go to the movies with Ben Hansen kind of thing is going to be. I'm going to miss that for sure. That was right. a, that was the thing we did. Yeah. I also like the idea of you starting out at GI as like the the prankster and you get there and Rikert's already there. And you're like, well, I guess I can't be can't be this anymore. I mean, that definitely was not the early persona, right? I was I was <laughs> yeah. feeling I was really like, what in the heck is going on here? Right. Like I'd come from from office life, you know, mm -hmm. from from a, you know, put on your put on your suit and tie and go and and. <laughs> And sit Put and your hair gel in. And right, right, right. And, <laughs> yeah. and this was a very different environment. This was like, it was like going from, you know, a board meeting to, you know. The playground. Yeah. The playground. Yeah, that, yeah. that's very, that's that's apt. Yeah. And Jack yeah. was really shy when he first came, true. actually. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't believe it now and even thinking about it. But I was like the one who had picked him up, like when we first hired him to bring him to Andy's Christmas party. And I just remember like those first early months, like Tack was very much, um, you'd ask him a question, very like professional, like you could tell he had still like the business mind in him. And I just remember we were on Super Replay Showdown. And I don't know if it was the round before the finals, but we were playing that that game 
what is it? The narwhals were like you. Oh, that was so silly. Everything. Yeah. That, okay. That but silly. here's, here's, this is what I found. This is master, like tax mastery is like, I kicked his butt to start off because I just went really aggressive at him. And then Tack kind of sat back and was like watching my patterns, like typical, like, um, you know, souls guy. And then in the next thing, I'm like, he's got me. He knows how I play this game. I am so screwed. And he ended up beating me. But like, he was like so polite about it in a way that like you wouldn't think now. (laughs) Just like how how shy he was when he first joined. But like, it was fun to watch that come those kind of come down like, oh, I can just like be, you know, silly and say and also just like be very like definitive in my opinions and say what I want. And it was it was fun to see that tack persona come out <laughs> as more and more time went on. Yeah, I'm glad we let him out. Yeah, it's uh, again, it was it was just a it was a really big swap early on. And yeah, if you go back and watch those early videos and even my early content at all, I was really, you know, very reserved and trying to find my place in a in a wild, a wild world. And uh, it was enjoyable to do so. I still like that video where you're just um uh, the one you were talking about earlier that like Leo did where you're just in a ball and you're like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's oh, so God. good. So good. Shout out to Leo Vader, the King. Um, cool. Alrighty. Well, Ben Hansen, you keep, you keep doing the, do what you're doing and you'll get the, he's doing that day. grind. You'll make it. Thanks for the yeah. email. Ben. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll send you an issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one from rocket science over scientist over on discord and, uh, Rocket Scientist says, uh, if through scientific invention you can eliminate sleep forever without any negative side effects, would you take the opportunity to use all 24 hours in the day or would you decline and continue sleeping? I personally uh, would love to be able to use all 24 hours of the day more gaming. Blake Hester. I'd never sleep again. I mean, yeah. not to like game more. I just, <laughs> I don't enjoy sleeping. I don't sleep well. It's mm. just like a cumbersome part of my 24 hours is like, oh, I got to sleep. And then I lay there for two hours and then I oversleep because I can't sleep at night. I would just get that out of the way. And I don't know what I would do instead. Probably lay in my bed with my eyes open for eight hours. Instead you'd lay of, around <clears throat> still a lot. Yeah, mm. exactly. Like for sure I would. But like I would definitely get rid of sleep in a heartbeat if I had the option. Because you know what? Here's the creative mind. Let me know if y'all can relate to this one. One the Alex Stadnick texted me last night at like 12:30 a.m. completely disregarding my private time first off. Uh, well, I, tried, I knocked on your window and you wouldn't answer that way, so. Well, I'm on the second floor, so. He's that <laughs> tall though. <laughs> I, Alex caught me right as inspiration was striking. And then an hour passed and it was like 1:30 a.m. and it's like what am I doing? I need to sleep. If I didn't have to sleep, it would have been fine. I would have done what I wanted to do and then gone to work and it would have been fine. But instead, 1.30 came around. And I'm like, let me stop the creative process. And then you can never come back to that. You know what I'm saying? Did you, did you finish it off, though? Did you get your, your thought down? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. I scrapped it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine a life it. where you never felt tired. Right, wouldn't that be great? Uh, that's definitely we're we're definitely imagining. That's, I think that's Here's, death. Yeah. This what I what I would really love it for is I'm I'm not old by any means, but I'm getting older. 
Mm. And I'm to the age now where eating dinner immediately makes me fall asleep. And that is the worst. <laughs> also, I'd like to say I wasn't be- trying to be rude on this podcast when I ate a whole slice of pizza. You said party. So I got a piece of pizza, like a pizza party. I, I no literally one, no I didn't even look me. over there. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even even see you do that. <laughs> yeah. No one acknowledged me. And I was like, wow, I look really rude now that I wasn't <laughs> yeah. able to talk through my bit. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't sleep ever again. Thank you for writing in. I'll take my answer off to you. You know what sleep's good for? Getting out of plans. Ooh. It's like people staying over a little too late. You know, you're like, yeah, are they ever going to leave my house? Like it's 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, like, but it's a gamble, Alex. What if they? What if they're just like, yeah, well, get, well, it's kind of getting late. I guess we better just settle down here for the evening. Well, we'll <laughs> See, it's a, it's a, it's a gamble. You mind if I park my what what you had like a western oh, yeah, like you know somebody you mind if I park my my caravan outside and get some shut eye here tonight? No, it's like 11 p.m. You're like oh, gotta go to work in the morning. Better get some sleep, aka get out of my house. <laughs> you can't do that if nobody ever sleeps. So I think also it's just really nice to lay in a bed, you it know, is. in a comfortable bed. And like, what if we all like settled on like three or four hours of sleep instead mm. of eight, nine, ten. You know what I mean? I think that'd be like, okay, you know, little brief respite. I don't need it, but it feels good. And like, I can just like, you know, shut my mind off. I think that's healthy, but a whole eight hours. That's, you know, think eight- about how, Think about how much I more he froze. <laughs> I thought we lost the <laughs> yeah, connection. Think I, about I how too. much more efficient your living space would be if you didn't have a bed, though. Like, mm. look, I'm on a I'm on a game journal of salary here. I'm not living in the biggest place in the world. <laughs> if I could get rid of my bed, I could have an office and a living room, not a living room slash office. Oh, you know how many monitors I could have and, if I didn't exactly. Have a bed? I could have like such a nice little enjoyable area for me and my friends and instead it's like i i can't even have company this apartment doesn't i work. mean your bed is you can like have like you can all just sit on the bed and yeah. it's still just take your shoes off it's all good just like <laughs> stop being my weird only, you know? my only weird. friends here are my coworkers, alex i literally cannot do i that. will lay in a bed with you like and it won't be weird <laughs> we are no, traveling just, no, definitely not weird really. at all that's totally normal and we'll i'm down for there it. you know yeah. send me pictures i will not put them online i promise <laughs> Say, be careful what you wish for, um, because I don't think our brains can just keep going on and on and on mm. without breaks. It's like social media. We are never meant to consume so much so fast. And so if you take away sleep, like for me, um, creativity, like sometimes when I get just like a night of sleep where I put anything on like the back burner, it, it makes all the difference. And so I think if you took that away, I admit I would prefer to only need four hours rather mm-hmm. than like like the 15 that I need these days. <laughs> but um, I do think like if we lost some of that, like it'd be one of those things where it's like, be careful what you wish for. Cause yeah, your brain would just like, it'd be too much, too much to be thinking. All the- I'm a big thinker though. Like my brain is very fast, always going, 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 going. So it'd be not, I don't think it'd be great for me. Yeah. Well, in tack, you don't sleep as it is now. I don't sleep correct? as it is, so yeah. I'd love to get rid of it. Um, again, this is a hypothetical, right, where we don't need it. So, yeah, let's get rid of it. That's We basically get double the lifespan if that happens. Yeah, we get two-thirds of our life back or whatever it um, is. Yeah. 
have to. I, tr- I try to sleep teeth. as little as possible now, <laughs> but yeah, it'd be nice to eliminate it completely. You try to sleep as little as possible. Yeah, you know, I'm four hours. That's got to be enough, right? Just go. What? Just go four or five. Five Dan, hours is like a luxury. Five hours is like God. Oh, I slept in. Dan, what up. time do you go to bed every night? Uh, around three. Four. Yeah, he's up late and he's always like up what? really early, like seven, six. I'm nauseous I'm like, if I don't get uh, if I get less than six hours of sleep. I have like stomach aches all day. I'm right. nauseous. I, I got the chills. I got to tell you, I was a hard seven guy for a long time, and then keto. I can't see it's it's amazing for that. You know, I, I often extolled of the virtues of the keto diet. That is a a very low carb, almost carbless diet. One of the benefits that happened to me was that basically it. it the, the energy is just there. I can't sleep more than five hours. It's like, nope, go, just go. All right, interesting. cool. It's interesting how that affects people differently. When I it did does. it, I, it does, I, that did not, I slept like a baby for 10 hours. It was well, great. Early on, it is supposed to happen until your body like switches over. Yeah. So. I also don't know how you lasted on that because I did six months and it was awful. <laughs> but, Willpower. You know. Just yeah. sheer force of will. He's um, better than you. Well, no, no. Yeah. Dan gets his mind on something. It. He just freaking does it, and it's amazing because he'll even like be like, "I know this looks awful, or I can't eat this," but he just sticks. I don't know how he does it. That's like, mm, I'm jealous. I don't Especially have that. Especially as close to parlor as you were. Like, damn man. I still, I can still have but the parlor. But still, you just no bun. Yeah, but the bun is like it, part of it. Is a great it. bun. It is a great bun, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right, no, let's go get no, one. no sleep till Brooklyn, baby. Um, let's go get one. Let's go get one. Yeah, All right, let's do it. Let's All go. right, next one uh, comes from fan of the show Evan McLaughlin over on email, and Evan says, "Hello, GI crew, and congratulations on 600 episodes. What a truly amazing accomplishment! To get to such a large number of episodes has me thinking about franchises that run on too long or not long enough." What Does he seem to be running on too long? Well, hold on. He's or getting not long it. enough. Well, it's, un- it's unclear. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are some video game franchises that you think ran on too long and got stale? Or some <laughs> that started to get their footing, but it, is, it was too late and the plug got pulled? Uh, why do you think that sometimes people's best work... <laughs> And then he proceeds to dunk on my old podcast because this is my friend. Uh, only lasted oh. less than a year, but the GI show is still running. Love Evan McLaughlin. So um so we're gonna ignore that last part and then uh i don't know is there a franchise that you think uh is past due or the one that didn't get started enough anyone parasite don't hate eve. me parasite eve it's time to bring it back which oh time to bring it back okay not third birthday no not like that no not like that no not like that well okay, we just I've have to specify like, I'm, I'm gonna be very specific okay you take the original and they need to resident evil to remake it Mm-hmm. Exactly Agreed. what needs to be done. It'll sell tons. Okay, just do it. They can thank me later. Yes, sir. Yes, we were sir. talking about this actually earlier in the day. I think me, I was talking with Shay and just about like when you get nervous when the original creator like leaves a series and gives it to someone else. And I'm like, sometimes I think that's a good thing because people create like one thing and get locked into it for like the rest of their careers. And that's gotta be just draining doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Where I think sometimes when you bring someone new in, you get this new creative energy or take, but like people always worry, like, is it going to be true to like what that person, there's going to be comparisons, but I think with a lot of series, like having new lifeblood goes a long way. And also, you know, being able to 
I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry. I just, let's just cut thought right there. It was good. It was good while it lasted, you know? It was good while it lasted. My brain is like, I've been in meetings since, as, as everyone knows here, since like 10. So I'm like going, 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 going like Energizer Bunny. But right. it is a good like thing to think about, though. Like, you know, can you, even with, um, can you do the same thing over and over? And how do you keep it entertaining and different? And even like, you know, within our own careers, I've seen all of us take on different things at different times just to get something a little different going um, or even approach things differently. And I think that's that's really important, especially, you know, for creativity. Right. VA, you were about to launch into some heat. I could feel Do it. it. Do it. Yeah, I'm trying to decide which game oh my God, to say because like... I, I have multiple. Mm-hmm. Oh for going on too and long. What, going on too long. And one of them is a series that is actually very near and dear to my heart. Uh, one of the games is like one of my top 10 games of all time. So I'll say that one because I the other one uh, will be less kind. Uh, mm-hmm. I think even though it's an interesting spot or or they're trying to take it to an interesting spot, I think Gears of War has run its course. Um, no. Oh, you did not. So that's I knew no Alex hour. was going to just die. I think he called me one night at 4 a.m. and he whispered that into the phone and then he hung up. <laughs> I didn't even know who it was. Gears <laughs> 5 is like one of the best ones they've ever made. Easily. I haven't played it. <laughs> I stopped after the original trilogy or after Judgment, I stopped. That's why you feel that way. Judgment, bad. Four and five, great. Well, I put I put like two hundred hours in the Judgment. Two hundred hours. I played Gears game of War came games. Out 40 Wait, how can you how can you play it for two? How is that even possible? Multiplayer. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I should go and play the other. <laughs> no, <game>. stand, <laughs> stand by your man. I'm like, saying it respectfully. Put in his mouth so bad. <laughs> I'm saying it respectfully. Yeah. I just think. There was never a break. It was just one, two, three, judgment. I did play four, and I, I, I didn't feel compelled to finish it. But I hear it, it. I hear five like takes that formula. Four didn't change things enough for me. I'll say that. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And therefore, I did not play five because I was like, well, this is the second game in this new trilogy. I don't connect with these characters, the new ones. I still have played. I played every Gears game, even five, but multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Gears Five had the best multiplayer. I agree. It's so yeah. Good. It's so, uh, so I love Gears of War. Gears One probably top at one point in time it was in my top five. I played the hell out of that game. I just I think maybe I wanted more of a break in between. Mm. I never got that moment to want it again. Mm. I feel because that. it was just a gauntlet of releases and. Up until five, they had all changed the formula very, very slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of if you were paying, if you were like really into the community, there was quote big changes, but those were like really like meta balances, you know. Oh, the Nasher is no longer as powerful. The Lancer, oh, you got the Retro Lancer. That's now the gun that everybody's using. Like those were the changes, not necessarily the sweeping, uh, you know, story or format or presentation. It was kind of the same for a while so that's the reasoning behind that one don't come at me i'm saying it respectfully somebody recognize i need to play gears yeah, 5 it's gonna be me i'm i'm creating a mm-hmm. <laughs> creating a, an alt account just to, to <laughs> rasp yeah yeah uh but 
a game series that was cut too short. I'm going to say conquers bad. Con- well, conquer conquers bad. <laughs> you're going to sit here and I'm getting, get I'm getting, I'm getting it's Viva. You're, it's you're Viva. on one today. Holy it's God. Viva pinata. Mm. It's Viva pinata. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say Viva pinata, but I've said that on the podcast before. So I was trying to think of something chaotic I could say last minute. So that's listen. I could have brought up Bubsy. I didn't, Alex. You don't always <laughs> use chaos. You know, right? actually, I think banjo banjo was maybe cut a little short. Mm. Sure. Yeah. 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 Three entries, right? Yeah, that's it. I'm not sure. I'm not a big banjo guy, but yeah, mess with that. Blake, do you have some some chaos? Look at you. Look at you he's sitting in your darkness. Yeah. He's gonna do he's gonna do yeah, something. Yeah, you know, they made a lot of them damn Mario. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh Far Cry, the last like three have sucked like um That's actually gonna be my answer. Yeah, well, like Not, just like they ran out of ways to keep that series interesting. Yeah. Especially when every other game is kind of Far Cry now and like in cooler ways, you know, like Dying Light 2 feels like a Far Cry game that just has better ideas in a lot of ways. You know, I guess I say guns, this, but... though, but I play them and invest a lot of hours in them still, even mm. when they're not great. So I don't know what's going on with me, but um, I think I just like the pad. The... <laughs> the like uh, the 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 smooth brain kind of formula of those yeah. like climb tower shoot. Yeah, guy, it's like yeah. I know this. I know what I need to do. Yeah. Leak. I uh, I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty cliche answer. But I, I wanted to say Assassin's Creed, which is also a cliche answer, but like they've changed it up a yeah. lot. And those games just don't appeal to me because they're not the Assassin's Creed I want. So I, I don't know. And so Far Cry is my answer, but I think that's boring. For games, I think should have more entries. Uh, Astral Chain. Mm. Oh, that's a good uh, one. Not Metal Gear Solid. Well, we can't but, have another Astral Chain because they're too busy working on 90 other games. Yeah, <laughs> and only one of them has the potential to be good. Bayonetta 3. Wow. Uh, not Metal Gear Solid. We we got enough of those. But Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Mm. I'd love another one of those. Uh, Wonderful 101. That'd be great. I just want Platinum to make some damn sequels to the games I want. Um, Max Payne, but not the remakes. I mean, those will be cool. I'm excited for them. But like Max Payne 3, I mean, technically I kind of put a bow on it, you know, a little happy story for Max. But like, I feel like they really could have gone to some interesting places post sobriety Max because they Mm. didn't really explore that in three. It's like he got sober, then he killed a bunch more people, which he did while drunk. So that was kind of like nothing really changed. And then he drank a Coke and left on a beach. And that was the whole game. Do I have uh, to put a spoiler tag on? on you're going to have to spoil, you're gonna have yeah. spoiler tag that. It's an 11 year old game. Like, what do you want from me? I think uh, 20, 20 plus years to be safe, you know? Oh, you <laughs> know what? You know what? Here's one Mafia 4. Mafia 3 mm. got a bad rep. I mean, like, the opening two hours of Mafia 3, some one of the coolest game openings of all time. It's got the documentary, like, the fake documentary footage just flashing yeah. back and forth. And then it got really rote. I understand that. But they, I wish they would have got to make a mafia four instead they had to make a mafia one and it was bad uh what was that or, game or, are we Sorry, is this like a stream of consciousness for all the games that blake likes because that's what it feels like <laughs> it looks like he's looking too soon i would have liked to see another skies of arcadia i'm just gonna put that oh, out sure. there thank mm. you kim for having a very good answer instead of just uh 
Here are all the games I like. <laughs> and all the games I like ended too soon. Uh, Fatal Frame should get like Frame. RE2 What's... remake t type thing, like reboot, not the Made in a Blackwater or whatever. Don't give me that. Um, and then Parasite Eve, I agree with Dan. Yeah, I agree with you on the on the Fatal Frame. And Skies yeah. of Arcadia. Of course. <laughs> I would have said <laughs> I would have said Valkyrie Profile, like if this was before, but you know, the announcement. But Square's doing, I feel like, what they love to do, which is like, mm. we're gonna give you what you want, but not what you really want. Yeah. So I didn't feel like that footage looked good. That made me like confident about a new Valkyrie profile game, but I'm happy that it's not dead. Right. Yeah. I think for me it's I I don't know if you'll call this cheating, you'll probably yell at me, but um I I would like I think the UB art engine and the games that it created ended far too soon. I think that is like peak Ubisoft creativity with like Child of Light, Dan and my Ooh. favorite games, the Rayman, Origin and Legends games. Oh, like um, we, we love them so much. We, we do. Have a, we have a weekend those, party and tea those, every. Those four a.m. calls where I just whisper so sweet nothings into Dan's ears. <laughs> that's that's not changing. Um, uh, Valiant Rayman Hearts. is a good answer, honestly, mm -hmm. on its own. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're yeah. doing a lot of interesting creative stuff with there, and and beautiful, beautiful looking games. Yeah. Um, and I I think it sounded like Eve said that the engine was too complicated for people to like adapt or something like that, or maybe it just didn't have enough towers. Who knows? But I do feel like that was a really cool space for Ubisoft to create and and make some really interesting indie titles and i would really wish uh they continue because i love most of those games like genuinely so hotline miami <laughs> the, the famous ub art game yeah yeah i gotta say ubisoft bad business model to make an indie engine too complicated that undermines the whole <laughs> right. idea <laughs> correct yeah if anyone can make this yeah yeah um child light shout out but yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, good question, Evan, but I would never tell you that to your face. Um, this is from Eternal01 over on Discord. Um, and they ask, where do you think the GI show is headed in the future? Listening along to, special, uh, to the special Halo TV recap episodes, it seems like you have some thoughts about additional things you'd like to do with the show. Personally, I've always thought of video game pods should do a monthly or quarterly book club style game review with spoilers included. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah, the community and hosts uh, would play a game to completion on their on their own and do an in depth analysis of the game as a whole, uh, what people liked and disliked, etc. Um, I know this isn't exactly the mission of Game Informer, but maybe y'all have some thoughts on where you want to take the GI show. Um, Alex and I have talked about it. I do think the I I want to I want. The purpose of the Halo show review was to see how long form those kind of communicate, um, those kind of talks do, right? Um, and you know, it's had some ups and downs, right? Like the Halo show itself, right? But um, I, I'm personally down. like, <laughs> have you kept up, Alex? Or are you you off it now? I'm off. Yeah, that's that's okay. <laughs> um, but I do like, you know, I did really enjoy. Like when GI did game clubs, right? And and Min Max is doing them too, right? But you know, I I would like some version of that here because I think they're a lot of fun. Um, because like we don't really get to spoil games anymore. Like we did spoiled and whatnot, but those are hit or miss when, when they do well. So I think we've been shying away from that a little bit. Um, but I'd like I don't know. I love t just shooting the 
with you guys. So um, I like that kind of stuff. But Alex, what about you? What what else are you feeling for the future? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it's going to, there's going to be some changes probably that happen when we get into an office. Um, that's going to, I'm excited to like bring video back in a bigger way when that happens. Right. Um, Discord windows, there's just only so much you can do. And right. that'll probably be like some aspect of it forever. Um, but like coming up with like better hybrid ways and, and yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of the, the more like episodes like this are really fun where you just get to talk and mm-hmm. you just have fun. Also, I think like more end of the year stuff and like E3 stuff, I, I want to ramp up. I, I liked how we did last year. We did a daily recap mm-hmm. for summer game or for E3 as it was. R.I.P. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of stuff like event based coverage that I'd love. I'd love to, you know, take a mic and go to, you know, PAX when it's safe and, you know, talk to, you know, a bunch of cool people and turn it into episodes, all that kind of stuff. I, I'm a big fan of. Um, right. But yeah, I'm sure you'll you'll see us continue to, to develop it. I mean, we've only been in the seat for six months, so mm-hmm. um, we're still figuring stuff out and. Also, there's only two of us on video, and so there's a lot of ideas we have that we just haven't been able to implement yet. Right. Um, just because of bandwidth. So mm-hmm. yeah. I uh and I loved doing, and you'll you'll hear it next week too. Like I love the games that we've done and I like the hot takes. I like including y'all in the community and like voting and, and content and stuff like that. And I think that's been really fun. And that's been some of my favorite episodes. And I feel like it just got railroaded because we basically did re- review season at the start of the year, right? We didn't really I mean, have pretty time. much after November. It was yeah. almost every, constant. It was a game almost every week. And now it's finally like calming down a little bit, which is nice. Um, yeah, I would love to do like Alex I said, like the, the on the ground type stuff, like going to events and, and like, you know, so like some of the, the GI shows of old, um, there is some more creative stuff that I'd like to do with this feed. Um, maybe something a little, little outside of what we know. I guess I don't know how specific I do and don't want to be because it's just like starting ideas, right? I, I haven't got anything like concrete yet, but like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm having, this is probably my favorite part of the job right now, honestly. So I love being able to do this together, but it sucks that we still have to do it over Discord. Like that's the yeah. hardest part. It's like, I feel like it's we'll also hit hard our... uh, with like, I feel like chemistry is so much easier in person. Right. And just like little things like, you know, when I interrupt somebody on accident because of my internet connection, I can punch you in the face type of thing. Right. Yeah. Or but like that just won't happen. I don't have to write that timestamp down to edit later. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> yeah. I can talk like a normal person. Right. So, yeah. It's wild to think about that. I've done this. We've, I mean, you exclusively, Alex, have done this show over Discord. Right. But yeah. there was there was that one window of time where we were in the studio together under my when I when I showed up to to GI and I miss that. Those I'm are jealous. some of my favorite days. Yeah, it really does feel like a weird like I it barely feels like a memory at this point. Like that like is a kingdom hearts line. <laughs> and our hearts will bond us together forever. You know, it is what it is. So a far off a distant memory is like a far off dream. <laughs> a far off dream is like a something like that. Yeah, that's pretty, Kim. That's that's pretty spot on, right? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> okay. I'm no, a is it acceptable? Over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think I think 
doing more creative stuff like the games um i like having devs on um but i like having them on for like the entirety of the show um yeah. as like a guest mm-hmm. you know like and no sh- like shout out to to andrew Scholdice. like that was awesome i loved getting to interview him with with jill right but i i do like when they can come on um like we had the night school uh games people i want to hear their thoughts on the news and the right and which i know sometimes is cagey like they don't always want to comment on that stuff but but huh we had night school on Mm -hmm. yeah come on blake it was before it was before they it was the reeves era it was before netflix bottom um and it was like a month before oxen free 2 announcement so like they were like we have something but was i here uh you were yeah you were here but you weren't in the podcast so and that shows how much you were listening in then that era so whatever man hold on yourself <laughs> yeah um or like having greg on from uh super giant like that was unreal and because like you know greg knows the hustle because he used to work for GameSpot. um cool. so yeah. that was a great episode like so yes. more stuff like that i think could be really really fun in the future but um yeah. Yeah, I'm also curious to hear what y'all think. Like, you know, this has been great because I feel like more so than ever, we've been able to start a dialogue with with y'all in a way that I don't think I did, you know, at the the start of my career. So, and it, I genuinely look forward to like typing in uh, into Discord and be like, you know, who who's got what for community emails this week? So, um, but yeah, I want to do more. I want to do like I want to do the book club thing, like Eternal said. Like, I think that'd be that'd be really fun, and I think it would do well if it's a game instead of like a tv show but when i when when i was inspired by it in the moment i was like the halo show is gonna be great everyone's gonna be watching it and uh i learned my lesson the hard way so anyways i mean you could have just asked me i would have told you it was gonna be you know (laughs) as the head writer and producer your your show running (laughs) season two right that's where you're going oh no we can't turn that thing around (laughs) (laughs) all right next question uh, Alex puts ketchup on his pizza. Shut up! <laughs> You're gonna dox a man like that? We were on break. You're not allowed to say that. We were on a break. <laughs> wow, Blake's a snitch. Are you a knock? Yeah, come at yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, at Radmir. Tweet at him. Yeah, um, tweet at Radmir if you got problems with me. That's um, good. I like that. I like this. This is fun. That's yeah. a fun narrative that we're doing here. Here's another fun one. Uh, this is from Sensei Dank. Uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> um over on discord what ability would kirby get if he went full mouthful mode on you uh love this question i've been seeing I do it not. <laughs> uh my fiance got tiktok and she's been watching it and i see scrolling through and that prompt comes up a couple of times and, and there's some sad answers so va do you have a do you have one for this um yeah i do oh no i'll just have to show the camera oh no oh no Oh no! I can pick up anything. And I, if you follow me on Twitter, oh cut, don't no. <laughs> I can pick up anything with my feet. Crinkle your toes for daddy. Ugh. Sweet mother, oh. <laughs> bro. I can write with my feet if you want me to, bro. But you say that, and then you took a video where you couldn't pick up the remote, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. What what is this? Is this like the fifth grade talent show? What the hell is going on here? Alex, I think like most people can do that. No, but I it's a talent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unique. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we finally broke it, Alex Van Aken. <laughs> oh, that happened. That happened a while ago. Um, it's new. Yeah, I can pick things up with my feet. I can, you know, that's a pretty cool power. How gross would Kirby look with like toes? With, don't say it, my don't. toes. Human toes. <laughs> We're ruining Kim's toes. Kim's I icon. Do we really pink human toes? <laughs> <laughs> crawling at you oh my god i love the obvious so answer that everybody always says is depression mm, yeah i was gonna say anxiety but yeah which was... is a real thing but you know i went with the toes to keep it spicy mm, yeah you like it spicy speaking of spicy blake you got one music ability um i don't know man like <laughs> Addiction? Jesus Christ. That was what I picked up too. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, do I dare ask at this point? What, 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 am, I, what am I doing? What is, if what is Kirby it? sucked you up through mouthful mode, <laughs> what, what, what ability does Kirby have? Oh my. He, he, he could eat a pound of cheese in, a, in, in <laughs> 20 minutes. He could do that anyways. He eats a whole like you know. bottles and tomatoes and stuff. Listen, he the rest do, of the stuff is not. He could do not, the math. He could do the, the, the rest math. of the things that he would obtain are not safe for podcast. All right, let's let's just let's just move <laughs> yeah. on. Uh he could become the. He could do twelve blazing wings in six minutes, like I did. Blazing wing that champion. Is, that that is uh, that is actually very impressive. I was during extra life. I was really impressed with all the other hot daddies that were uh, that yeah. were taking yeah. taking the challenges. Yeah, so stuff. He could take down uh, if he. Probably take down Melania in like one hit, right? Melania took me a while the first time I beat her. She's not so bad now, but um, the first the first attempts were like you know at one thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. But I think I was the first. I, you know, it's kind of cool. Like I'm always like during that review process, I'm always like, man, I, I think I'm the first person to ever get to her. This is kind of sweet. I gotta beat her now, right? Yeah, and you know, and gosh, there's a good chance you're the first person to beat her, right? Outside of you know, outside of yeah, internal, right. yeah. What if Dan never beat Melania? And just oh, like, I, I have the receipts. I, that's I, I why he's leaving. Because he's like, people say stuff like that. I yeah, like, no, I so actually. There's like I a whole subreddit. There's yeah. stuff to, to prove that I did it in case anything happens. Yeah. Some some guy, some somebody will always say that, right? And I'm just like, right. well, here you go. Yeah, here you there go. You go. Yeah. Time and he's like, well, you, you photoshopped it. Like, okay. <laughs> yep, that's what yeah. I spend my time doing. I mean, Tack doesn't sleep. He said it here first. So. I know you beat her tech. I uh, I knew you had receipts. Um, moving on because I don't know how else we follow that up. Yeah. Um, this one's for Dan from Derek on Discord. What slash where are the best wigs you have ever eaten? That's a great question, and I don't really have a legit answer. There's I I don't think there's one wing place that stands out above all others. If that's the question, I know people here stand for Runyons really hard. I don't I don't actually think their wings are that exciting. Um. I do. I do like a, a bigger, thicker wing uh, when those are available. They don't have those everywhere, you know. But are you so one of those component. sickos who says Ray J's is better than Runyon's? Uh, Ray J's is definitely better than Runyon's. Yeah. Oh my god, I shouldn't have even asked. They give you when a you... full wing, great, great sauces uh, or or dry rubs there. When are you leaving? Soon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dry rubs are great, Blake. It's that, dry rubs allow you to uh, eat wings without getting completely messy. Um, I'm literally from Kentucky. Like you can't tell me that. What wing is better than what? I thought Kentucky I'm, was known for bats, not wings. Yeah, and a lot of other interesting things, <laughs> but not wings. <laughs> Kentucky, no fried chicken. Yeah. 
Just want to make sure we are all on the same page. Yep. This man, I love Blake. I love your new chair. So you can just stare <laughs> longingly into into your background man, there. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I may not have a uh, a great answer, so I'll just you know, it's not Ray J's, but go ahead and try Ray J's. It's, they're they're good. They're really big, really giant wings. Good. Yeah, I don't know I mean, if I know of my favorite wing place. Right. What am I gonna say? Like B dubs? Like that's not a I I know mine. Where you at? What? It's not in Kentucky. Is it Runyons? Because if it's Runyons, I'm just gonna no. get up and walk. <laughs> no, in like 2017 or 18, this is before I stopped drinking. I got really, really drunk in, in New York and I walked to the nearest corner store and I bought their wings that they had, and I kid you not, it was the best wings I've ever had in my life. Now I only brought up that I was drunk because I will can't find it. I've checked all over Google Maps. But, but, but contextually, can you, can you even can you even say that they're the best wings? Because... Yeah, exactly. yes, I have pictures of them on my phone still to this day. I re- I'll never forget this wing, but I can't find the place because I was lost by the time I actually found the corner stop, and so they're just like these mythical wings to me now. Like I wasn't just trying to flex that. I, so these I wings agree. just don't even exist. I bet they don't even exist. You probably walked into he like. He has the uh, receipts. Yeah, I have the receipts, be- Mister. I keep the receipts. You went to like one of those gas station fried chicken places. And just no, it's a bodega going down. It was a bodega, but like I can't find it anymore. It's- there was actually like, a place in in Boulder, Colorado, um, that had really good wings. It was the Depot Square. Um by the by the bus station and before i can't remember they changed their menus but before they did it was really great wings you should put a tweet out blake i'm sure a new yorker can find it for you they got a network out there There yeah take that take that put it on twitter and say find them tag nyc hashtag nyc where did these come from somebody help telling you dude they were the best wings i've ever had in my life i'm looking at them right now you were hammered, man. Like it could have been anything. Yeah, my taste buds were activated. When you're drinking, my yeah. taste buds were activated. True. All right. Yeah, I was in. Uh, I was in St. Thomas, I think, um, in the Caribbean. Um, wow. And we were just fancy. On a, we were island hopping yeah. in the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. <laughs> the jet set, Alex. Um, we just got right over from the Poconos. <laughs> Um, and I was just on the beach and it was this guy who set up a stall, right? He was just cooking for everyone, right? And uh, I, I had the best uh, jerk wings I've ever, real jerk wings I've ever had in my entire life. And, so that's uh, Alex's answer. You just have to go to like to the beef stall on some on a remote <laughs> island somewhere. Go get this. You meal. also get really good sushi in your time not, spent in Japan. I've never been to Japan. All right. Um, here's the thing. I would have said onions. so much of my days traveling the Atlantic. When I went to the 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 little stall in the St. Thomas Beach, I I was gonna say Runyons, but then I didn't want to have the fight with Tack because you don't have the to best. fight. You can, you can pick. You don't have the fight. You say you like it. It's, yeah, it's, it's not a fight. But it's like it's the it's principle an opinion. Of the thing, you know. It's, they it's, are really it's just, just boring standard they're wings. Good. They're the best oh. buffalo wings you're gonna have. Like Runyons eh. is so good. Damn. Oh my god. Have I ever eh. made y'all my homemade wings? I'd rather have Alex's homemade wings. Yeah. I make pretty great careful wings. Careful what you wish for. Okay. okay. Yeah. We're going to be on this podcast next I'll, week. I'll be, be like, real careful about which wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your all's favorite bad wing, though? I think that's a more interesting question. Like, I, I love Hooters. Like, yeah. every yeah. year on my birthday, I go, I get the Hooters to go because I'm not trying to sit in there if I'm catching COVID anywhere. 
it's a a hooters uh but i get the hooters to go and i'll eat like a 30 thing of the 911 wings favorite bad wing there you go what about um maybe like domino's or something oh yeah domino's wings are so bad they're they're like they're like 30 dollars and they taste like crap and they're and they're tiny oh they're the worst they're like watery (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah no uh applebee's those half off apps Oh, yeah, so good. Get them on the platter. Applebee's. Oh, yeah. Yo, Applebee's. Yeah. We're taking sponsors. All right. We already got Wingstop. Give us yeah. a call. I would love to promote Applebee's. Well, it won't be me, but somebody yeah, would love to promote Applebee's. <laughs> Someone's a big Alex, a big Chili's fan here. I could do I could do a stream where I just have like seven different Applebee's plates and I just I'm silent the whole stream and I'm just eating. That's Applebee's a mukbang. Yeah. yeah. Those You'd make a lot of money doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could. I love yeah. Applebee's. Yeah, I Kim, do you have a do you have a favorite <laughs> wing or a least or a favorite bad wing? Did you answer this? I like Runyons, so that would have been my for favorite bad Shout wing. Out. Uh, Pizza Hut. Oh, I like Pizza Hut wings yeah. too. Yeah. You ever notice Pizza Hut wings are like really They're... wet, but with no flavor? Right? It's really yeah. disgu- it's really weird how they They're accomplish better that. Better than you'd expect. That's all right. I'm saying. Yeah, I think they the, most they got a whole street of them. I think the move with most places. Like bad places with wings is to get the boneless because then it's just chicken nuggets with their wing yep. sauce, and right. that yeah. is always really good. The sauce always kicks ass. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, alrighty. Let's see what else we got here. What do we do? How are we doing on time? Let's see Remember McDonald's here. Mighty Wings? <laughs> Those are no good either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I d- I do not. Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, another one for Tack here. Um, hi. This comes from a little little friend of the show, C Raider. Don't know if you're oh, familiar. Oh, I'm very familiar with that oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your favorite Minnesotan waterfowl during your stay here? <laughs> the noble mallard, the graceful loon, the obligatory wood duck. What do you got? I don't know that I saw a whole lot of these since I've lived in the city my entire time here. Um, but the mallard, I think out of those is my favorite. It's the classic mallard. But um, the loon. I'm gonna in my, in my next office. I'm gonna get some 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 duck iconography, you know, some some stuff in the back to go with the gaming stuff. I'd like to really call out the fact that we really do like smart water birds, you know. Um, <laughs> right next to the Dark Souls statue will be a yeah, yeah, a, a, a ceramic bust of a a mallard. <laughs> oh, I would mallard, love to do that. Yeah. Like, just get an alabaster, like some some like Roman Greco Roman pillars and some very you know some duck busts. I think that'd be awesome. A marble duck bust. Yeah, I'm You're not even be... joking, by the way, either. That's 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 I, I would do that. With RGB lights. Yeah. <laughs> you could be popular at your next job, tech. Duck oh, band. Well, yes, we can we don't need to do that, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Uh this next one comes from uh Judonkadonk. Says uh let's see. Oh. I don't know if we can answer this one, but I think it's an interesting conversation. With some of the changes in personnel, including TAC, over the last few years, how do you see the greatest game of all time list changing? Will it shift to more modern games, or will older games retain their place on the consensus opinions? They're going to let me choose number one. <laughs> God. I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. Game and list no two dog days. Number one game of all time. I think, oh. like, whenever... I mean, we've had some of those discussions already on like older like we'll do like we've been doing our um we've been like doing our playstation lists and our switch lists and 3ds lists we did recently and we would 
I feel like we weighed, it was definitely like more so like, okay, what does the current staff think? But we also, I felt like we weighed like, this is like, of course this is on this. It's, uh, it's an iconic right. game. You know, it's going to be on this list. Mm-hmm. It might not be like, we might not be sitting there like, oh, well, Tim Turry loved this game. So it needs to stay on the list. But I feel like the general sentiment of this has been a long running favorite of the staff. Uh, it should be on this list. I feel like that's kind of like an unspoken thing. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's Tack Kim. It's been five, six years since you did the goat list. Oh, the, I remember the the RPG. Oh, we, we did several huge lists in that era, including mm-hmm. the top RPGs of all time and what top 300 for our, for the, for the anniversary. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. almost getting to the 400 soon. What oh, I would gonna, like to do instead of the big list. And I've been thinking about this myself of asking if people would want to participate and we're this far in the podcast. So only, only the OGs are going to hear this. Only but fans. what if we, have we ever done like everybody's top 50 lists on staff? Oh boy. That would be, quite, that would be very 10. interesting. We did top tens for sure. Oh, year, like top 25 or top 50 having like one a day is like somebody else. Somebody new. That'd be cool. It'd be a Just lot of work. Yeah. But I, I would like to, See what see what everybody's entries would be. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Let's it's important it to remember that that, that Skyrim is the best RPG of all time, according Wrong. to Game Informer magazine. According to Game Informer magazine, uh, I want to be very clear yeah. on that. I know that was a very fun and interesting debate. Hey, you're leaving. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> I, right now. Yeah, well, hey, I had okay. I'm gonna say this right now. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I was on the panel for that, and I was overruled. Neither All right. did I. <laughs> this fought very, very hard for something else. Um, this seems like old wounds. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're digging um, up some dirt. You should have been there. Yeah. This was before think, your time. I think that qu- the question, though, speaks to something that is becoming more and more um, something that we do talk about a lot is modern versus classic and where those mm-hmm. things you know, how do you weigh those things? And this is something that was going on even like, God, when I started and will keep going on. I mean, you look at something like The Witcher 3, okay, like that game still stands up pretty well as being like, oh my God, that really changed like the scope of RPGs, choice and consequence, all that. But I don't know, maybe, you know, Everybody thought cyberpunk was going to surpass that and it kind of didn't. But like, I don't know what you see in 10 years if you see stuff like that. And I don't know. um, Some of these old games still hold up pretty well and others don't. It's always a conversation I think we're going to have. And I don't think the conversation really in the direction we go is really going to change much based on staff. I just think it's going to be a lot of difficult decisions that, you know, have to be made and. Um, I think we're all pretty good at knowing like this game really changed things for this and with our you have to 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 do this job so um, Mm -hmm. and I'll sit there and be my old lady on the lawn for as long as I can as I'm getting older I'm just like yeah you know you you gotta but this game did it first (laughs) and this is like this is still good so it's like I don't know there's just so many things to weigh when we come up with these lists that I don't think people always realize how much goes into that and um as we've all discussed no list is ever perfect right like mm-hmm. even you know we were talking about something the other day and i was like oh i could just swap this and this around one and this and this around one but other than that like i'm not gonna moan about one position on a list versus unless it's like that number one spot you have to have that um 
be great. But yeah, I think it's a conversation that keeps happening is going to happen is more and more, especially um, as our audience, you know, hasn't experienced a lot of these games. I think before you had, you know, it's scary to think Kingdom Hearts 20 years old, right? Like, think of how many people, some of you listening to this now might not have even been born when that came out. So think about that. Wow. I want to think about that. Yeah. (laughs) Herbie turned 30. I mean, wow. Or is turning 30. Especially with those toes now. He's still got it. He's still got it, you know? Yeah. He's still got it. Yeah. Uh, A little depressed, (laughs) but, you know, is what it is. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I'm excited to. I kind of want to hash that out now. I kind of want to do that. Like, what does that list look like now? And um, I don't know if we'll do it or not, but. because I definitely have, I'm sure, you know, us, especially this top row here, right? Who hasn't been here for those? Like, we have some opinions on on where some of those. We have some bad from. opinions, too. Yeah, yeah apparently. Mine are better. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are some definite wrong and bad opinions in the new batch, but none can be as bad as Wesley's. So don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Is like, Fortnite on that list? We, when was the last time we drafted that list? Is Fortnite on it? But I was going to, yeah, like, I know Elden Ring isn't, right? Like, God of War, Red Dead 2. Like, where do these games go? Blake, I don't want to hear your opinion on Elden God Ring, Kane and Lynch 2, Dog I, Days. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Um, I would I would be down for for a, a slug match. Slug match? Is that a thing? You sure. say that now. It is. Oh, you see, they don't know, Kim. They, they weren't don't here. Know. They don't know. What they it's weren't like. here for the dark days. <laughs> Storm clouds overhead. Everyone's like, it's gonna be so fun putting a list together. And then you all get in a room and oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. Is sparks start flying. Like, I used to do a show called Leaderboard. That that was the entire show was just ranking categories, we, and it was very um, tumultuous. It was we could, we could have made an ocean with the salt in that room. All right, let me tell There's you. There's a reason yeah. why those meetings never got taped because yes. yeah. I feel like if we did it again, if like my top ten favorite games made it on somewhere in a list of five hundred games, I'd be like good enough. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like that would and be. Even, I would uh, just want to feel like that ownership of it as a member of GI. I guess what I'm saying, too, is, like, ask me any, like, day, week, month, year, and my top ten will always change in the order. Mm. I don't think that it's so hard to, even as, like, me, I I feel differently. Someone will ask me something one day, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, it was totally Secret of Mana, and then the next day I'll be like, no, it was Earthbound for me. Like, it just Mm -hmm. depends on what I remember and how I'm feeling that day. It really does. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do it, but that's just me. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't think yeah. we should. <laughs> Tack, I got, I got a couple. I got a couple days before I leave. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alrighty. Uh, let's see. Well, actually, that brings us. That transitions nicely to the next one. Um, uh, Chalk full of Undiscord says, "What were some of the most memorable fights and moments during your game of the year discussions? Also, who fought the most with Tack during these meetings?" No, Tack you know, really fight during these. Uh, yeah, I. If you would have seen the fights the, back in the day, you'd know why. Yeah. Uh, the only times I've been in the goatee discussions, it's Tack kind of reside just like in the back. He'll just be like, "Yep, here's the Souls game I want," and everyone's like, "No!" And then he's like, "All right, well, <laughs> back to." No, Tack would be like, "This thing, is but. why you should do it, and this is why if you don't, you're wrong." And then just like this, like definitive, yep. solid statement that you're like, "All right, I guess we have to, we have to go with the Tack." Yeah, here. it's like with Eternal. Like, I said, "You are yeah. all very wrong." Uh, I will be proven right over time, and 
That's fine. You want to you want to give it to some other game that's no one will be talking about. That's fine. Let's talk about a good game. Let's talk about Returnal. And you know, hey, people listen sometimes. People they don't. And but as far as fights go, yeah, we had some legendary fights back in the day. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but the 2014 I think was one of the most brutal ones. Uh, that was Dragon Age Inquisition, Mordor, and Game X. That was the one I and... was going to mention. Like that. That was a big big fight like i have I never seen... i was on a cover story trip as that was happening and i was getting calls because they're like we need you to weigh in on this um because it's getting real bad here and we need whatever we can get from somebody else with an opinion on the outside and yeah though those and there's just this bitterness there was a um, lot of very 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 uncomfortable to be in that room on that day um I feel like the over Mass effect one too had a lot there were there were two there were two big years that had that had very memorable, disturbing moments. Um, disturbing. Um, what was very the other Alex? Very. I, I don't. I don't recall which the which the other year was though. Okay, interesting. That feels like a weird thing because, like, no shade at those games, but like, neither of them are like game of the generation. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, why. That's and then Battle Lines got hard, drawn. Right? Battle mm-hmm. Lines got drawn and words were exchanged and the salt mm. flowed and at the end of the day you know it was a very incredibly uncomfortable for i think most of the staff uh the one i really got mad about and it's the only one to this day was uh the rpg list one mm. I, I was also upset about that but <laughs> i was not behind that at all i had said my take was if you're going to do a classic game uh Chrono Trigger is mine, and if you're going to do a more modern game, it's not Skyrim, it's Witcher 3. But mm. I've said this before, and I don't feel bad saying that. Like, I, I'm i also not a Skyrim girl, so, at all, so. Yeah. Blake, were you going to chime in there? Uh, I've only been in two Game of the Year meetings, and, uh, or years, and both times we picked the wrong game. <laughs> so, go look at the issues. <laughs> you know, which... Well, I mean, Shouldn't... that's what they'll always argue. They're like, you have your own top ten list. You the right one last year, though. That. I stand by the. Wait, what did we wait? What did we pick last year? Halo? Oh no, we didn't. We didn't pick the right one. No, we didn't. I think we did. We gave it to Halo. It wasn't even out yet. I mean, we'd all played it though. Or the I shouldn't a say we all played it. A bunch of the staff had played yeah. it already, and we're pretty much in agreement. Like I went, like I I hadn't played it, but I was like, yeah, if it's that, like. Mm. But For some we, reason in my mind, I retroactively like, thought that we gave it to Deathloop. And I was like, <laughs> what you yeah, wanted, like, yeah. Kim, it was you and me that were fighting for Resident Evil Village, though. Mm-hmm. That was the game we should have given it to. But I knew I was going to, I knew we were going to be an outlier that. there. I, I think, I don't know. I think history vindicated you. There were several last year, though, that I would have been happy with. And I was happy with Halo. It wasn't my pick. But I was like, yeah. okay, I can get down with that. Whereas the in one, other years, the the year before my first year... I was too scared to speak up because it's a it month in. It should have been Hades. It's unbelievable yeah, yeah, it we didn't give been. it to Hades. I mean, I agree. I, I also what wanted did we to give it Hades. to Hades. The Last uh, of Us. Part 2, one of the, the cinematic that, that achievements the of games. Like. Cinematic achievements. It looks like every movie from the last 80 years. Yeah. I mean, you know how these things, things shake out. Like, you things. can predict. You can predict what the Game Informer Game of the Year is going to be. I love Last of Us Part Two, and I've never played Hades. But the way you that all is, talked that about is such Hades, such a weird, yeah. The way you all talked about Hades was like 
that's the game of the year. Ever Hades was brought up, we'd all freak out, and then people be like, "Well, yeah, I guess that was my number one and number two." To be honest with you, but like, there's here's the thing: like, look at those are two very different games and do very different things. Well, that it's hard to put them in comparison against each other. Like, it's one of those things where it's like. You don't want to make that Sophie's choice. Sophie's choice here. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to do it. I don't want to do it. And <laughs> something's got to come up um, on top. And I think hey, it is my, what it is. It's always a complicated thing. And yeah. honestly, I think it's been smoother now that we've been remote. Um, yeah. You don't have everybody just staring <laughs> each other down in a room. Choke each other. Yeah. 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 yeah, I yeah. I don't think anyone ever has gotten mad in the two years I've been here. I think it's been really been chill. Annoyed, Almost like disappointingly. Yeah. 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 I just this think there will be should have been game of the year. Well, you know, the group composition has changed significantly since uh, since the days that we're talking about. Yeah. I I think my experience with it has been seeing people either just reside and like whatever or like or be annoyed, but I don't think I've never seen the uh the legendary 2014 level of uh, uh discussion. There was, there, there was another year that was as bad or worse as 2014. I just can't remember what it was about. Was it Re- the Breath of the Wild versus... Reeves always talked about that one was weirdly contentious. Yeah. That Mm. one was, but I don't think... Hmm. Was it God Award Red Dead 2? That was was 2018. 2017 was Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I got mixed up. Yeah. There's a few that... There have been a few. I just don't don't remember. I've blocked it out from my memory. A great game's gonna get it. Like... Yep. At the end of the day, a great game is gonna get it. That's true. Right. Interesting stuff, as always. Um, let's keep going here. Uh, okay, Fire Outside on Discord writes in. says, uh, two-part question for Dan. Is it official? Is Elden Ring the greatest game ever released? Uh, part two, aimed at everyone, on your personal gaming time, are you a player who bounces from game to game, making progress through, uh, with each, or do you stick to one game through to completion? So, Dan? All right. So I'll take the, the first question first. Is Elden Ring the best game of all time? Yeah, currently it is. Um, that's correct. That is a, it is objectively the best game ever made. Objectively, I'm so shocked by that answer from him. Oh um, my god! <laughs> uh, but you know that'll for now. For now, at this point in time, it is. Well, the next um, one. Wait till Sonic out. Frontiers comes out. <laughs> we, we're all waiting for that one. Um, better than Tetris. Better than Tetris, and I know it gets really messy when we start. Equating the classics like Pac-Man and Tetris yeah. and stuff like that against well, Pac-Man's bad. So <laughs> you have Bruce like, Campbell backing you, know, you up now. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, and what was the second part of it? Is part my, two was like yeah, my yeah. personal gaming time. I believe, and you may know of my legendary stance on backlogs. Um, when I'm not having fun with the game in my personal time, I just don't play it anymore. I don't care. I could care less. Drop that game like a hot potato and play something you want to play. I am not committed to the game. I'm not in a relationship with the game. When I'm done with the game, I'm done with the game, and I'm not under any obligation to finish it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna pl- I'll play what I want. All right. Sassy tack <laughs> is my favorite tack. It is the best. Yeah. This man's talking about not having a backlog. Like he pioneered that legendary status I, here. <laughs> I bring, I'm bringing it mainstream. All right. I'm yeah. not saying I'm the only one who doesn't have a backlog, but I'm saying that more people need to break the ties of their backlogs and game free. So that's what I do. Mm hmm. I like to have one game that I'm focusing on trying to play to completion, and if I find that I've fallen off of it or I'm not having fun, I'll stop. But I also like to have games that I play kind of on the regular. Like, I'm always playing a sports game, NHL usually, as you know, and 
Um, just those games that you can keep coming back to for comfort, um, I think is always important. Um, but yeah, usually I try to play something and just have like one focus really going on. For sure. I'm, I'm trying to think what, how I played pre Game Informer. Cause now it's very much, you get enough of the footage for like a video review or preview or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on to the next one, but there's other like Elden Ring obviously played and beats, um, mm-hmm. you know, Pokemon Legends Arceus this year. Um, I definitely, I like having the backlog and I like having the checklist, right. That I can like, mm-hmm dash through right when i get a when i get a game done and stuff like that um um i wanted to compete with marcus because marcus was like i also have a list and i like i beat like x x amount of games i was like all right he and i we're gonna go at it this year like i'm gonna i'm gonna see but if i can doing more review stuff than marcus does so that right. would be make it very hard for you to keep up just saying right. you kind of backed yourself into a bad <laughs> correct <path there. laughs> well i found it i found that out the hard way because i was like i was feeling myself at the end of last year i was like I beat 40 games this year. Like, I'm feeling good. And I was like, hey, hey, Marcus, what do you got? And he's like, oh, I think I'm at like 78. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. I don't congratulations. Think I played 78 yeah. games last year. Marcus, Marcus goes hard. Uh, Marcus plays games. So, um, wow. which may be his YouTube channel. None of us play them, yeah. just Marcus, and he tells us what to say. Right. Yeah. He informs <laughs> I have my little people. brother yeah. play the games and then tell me what I should say right yeah Yeah. uh yeah so uh yeah i it's it's interesting being in the industry now versus when Mm -hmm. you know you used to play for fun so um i have my fun games that i have work i have non-work games that i play that i never touch for work Mm -hmm. um like league of legends Mm -hmm. apex games like that i i hardly i try not to do coverage on those Uh, also our audience just isn't as interested in those um and like you know competitive esports kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um so those are nice because i can just play those and not think about work at all Mm -hmm. and then save the other games for like okay well i want to i should probably play this because of game of the year i might not finish it but i at least want to try it out and if i like it i will i i'm i'm with kim where i play these other games then i have like one game that i'm like chipping away at um right so, i will i will say our goatee talks have pushed me to finish more games than i think i used to which is good and bad right you know if you're not yeah. loving a game but like i i love elden ring but there was a point in that game where i was like i feel like i'm hitting the skill plateau and if i didn't have to beat it you know like have an opinion about it for when we get to the end of the year i may have like paused my playthrough of it but i was like no if i if i put this down i'm not going to get through it so that's when i I found the love of my life, the bleed build. Uh, shout out to Rivers of uh, Rivers of Blood, and uh, I, I completed it. But um, yeah. you know, I'm I'm trusting y'all to do the right thing when I'm gone. Oh no, that's right. He <laughs> won't be there. Tech brother, oh. you know, <laughs> you know, it's going number one. Oh, I man, will pull I, out the keyblade. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I'm concerned. I I really do feel where there's going to be a, dis- a discussion where what other games have even some- come out yeah. this year. I, don't know, I, I could, could make a joke, but it'd be disrespectful, so I'm not going. To. <laughs> and honestly, you know, God of War and Starfield are both still on deck, right? Yeah. So those could yeah. be. I don't think we'll those see are coming out this year. I I, I I don't. Oh, I think Starfield is. We've had this talk oh, before. Sure, yeah. I, I Starfield's 100%. locked. It's that date is too important to Bethesda, 
And unless Sony has a game coming, we don't know about, which I'm sure they do, right? But like they've pitched. If they weren't going to hit it, I think they would have started dialing back on it already. But they've been, right. they've been echoing that date very hard. So I am looking more to Starfield. It'll be interesting yeah. to see what that that yeah. Hey, it's a great scenario if if we are having to sure have that hard conversation. Right. Yeah, I, I think we should hope for God of War and and Starfield to be that pose good. that kind of challenge. Yeah, because yeah. God of War is my still is my most anticipated game this year. That's what so. I mean. It comes out, Alex, and it, let's say it's as good as, as it can be. Mm-hmm. You're going to switch. I mean, here's the thing, though. There is... I can count on maybe one hand the experience that Elden Ring presented to me, right? Like, God of War is going to present, like, be this cinematic, amazing, hopefully amazing experience, right? And I, I value that because I like, you know, as, as my vote or uh, Last of Us for Game of the Year that year. Like, I like that in my games, um, especially if it's telling me an interesting story, which I, I think God of War does, um, the, the new version, right? The old version, shout out, love those games. But um, but there was just this level of of overwhelming freedom in that game that is was almost mm-hmm. overpowering, but walked the line perfectly. And it's something I'll never forget, like the the going through Limgrave for the first time and like, feeling that hype for myself so i don't know if i will switch but it's like yeah. right now i'm like sick of hearing about it you know it's like oh i want like because I, I want some feisty conversations at the end of the year but like you oh, you know, I, they, they always happen they're gonna happen yeah. but i do oh, think there's, like there's been a few years where it's just been like slam dunk everybody walks in like yep that's right. the one yeah but like the makeup <clears throat> of the team now is different and i don't think right. it's shade to say but like you know a lot of the old guard didn't like souls games like you do but now we have marcus we have uh wes you know, um, Blake thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like, you know, greatest thing since Kane and Lynch too. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy we turned Blake around because man, he called me out pretty hard on that stream where I where I you know predicted it's being the best thing. Well, ever. still, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a bold claim, but I didn't you know I didn't make it. I didn't make it. Claim. It is a wild claim, but I never <laughs> made it before. You see, mm-hmm. yeah, I, the the man doesn't miss. Um. <laughs> Where are we going? I, I think you're correct in that it's the, definitely the greatest game of the year by a lo- 35 miles over anything else that will come out. Yeah. All um, time? I don't know. Tetris. I mean, Tetris is an amazing game. I think we're, at that point, at that point, the comparison is so, so bizarre, yeah. though. Right. <laughs> right. But that's yeah. what we do when we make we're comparing like lists, We're comparing Legos know? to like to that's a spaceship insane. at that point. You know, yeah. like they can't be done. They can't be done in a sure. in a manner that means anything anyway. It can You're be done. Just we not can't well. make a spaceship out of Legos. Dan, dream big. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I saw we're... people make a prom dress once out of duct tape. I've seen that too. I, so... We watched the same movies, huh, Alex? That's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bobby Buell, what's this episode 600 without the legend? Bobby Buell writing in. Yes, sir. Over on Discord. And Bob says, oh, okay, a quick one. Uh, what has been a scenario where you remember loving an old game? But when you replay it and the nostalgia goggles are off, uh, they just straight up do not hold up. Thank you and look forward to the next 600. God, there are so many of those. Basically, a ton of stuff from the NES era. I can't go back and play NES games now. They are all terrible. Um, but at the time, they were amazing, right? But like stuff like Karnov and uh, anything. Master Blaster, Sorry, Blaster Tommy. Master, whatever. Like Wizards and Warriors, even. Stuff that I really, really loved for the NES era. Those they're just like, what in the hell was I thinking? 
Go back and try to play it. Just be, and it's just because games have changed so much. Right. It's not their game's fault. They were really awesome at the time. The experience yeah. I had with them was genuine. But we didn't know how good we would have it 30 years later. So Right. Yeah. The one I always think of is Sonic Adventure. I would go back like and play it once a year. And every time it was a little worse and a little worse. <laughs> and finally, I just was like, I will never touch this game again because eventually it's going to be unplayable for me. So that's yeah. the one I always think of. Like mm-hmm. like Shining in the Darkness, one of my favorite RPGs growing up uh, is basically unplayable now. Um, and Or just something like Altered Beast, you know, the flagship title for the system. It's just like... Go back and try to play that now. It's like, wow, it has it has sound and voice. That was really <laughs> rev- that was the coolest thing in Sears when you were walking by the demo unit. But now, no, who cares, right? It's it's, yeah. it's not very it's not an impressive game at all. Yeah, I think I actually try to avoid that experience because I yeah. like I grew up on licensed games, so like I don't want to go back to um, Marvel Rise of the Imperfects or whatever, or because um, I know that game's gonna be Duke or like the Fantastic Four licensed game, right? Like, I loved those games back in the day, but I just know that they will not hold up. I guess the only experience I've had recently with that was Star Wars Pod Racer. I like, I remember being on my dad's PC just playing that for hours and I picked it up on Switch. I was like, okay, yep, I got my nostalgia kick and now uh, now I'm good. So, yeah. yeah I, I don't like doing it either. Every time I go back, I'm always like, remember how cool Fester's Quest was? And it's like, oh, oh no, ah, let's, not, let's not do that. Let's just never, let's just remember the memory. Mm-hmm. And we'll let right. that live. Yeah, Kim, do you have one for this, or do you, are you in the same boat? I'm kind of in the same boat. Like it's hard for me because I think if when I go back to things, I put a lot in my mind that like you're playing an old game, don't expect it to you know be up to current standards. I mean, mm-hmm. I think for me when I went Secret of Mana is one of my favorite games, and going back to that and realizing how bad the AI was. Um, was a little difficult because I didn't remember it that way. I think as a kid, you just put up with a lot of stuff, um, which you don't as you get older, obviously. Um, but we had more time. But I still think that game's a lot of fun and great. And even with Earthbound, like it is super grindy. Um, but gosh, I had I had in those days, I had the patience for that stuff. And and, and one one thing that to speaks to this point, Kim, is that back then your relationship with the game was different. Back then, yeah. when you had a game, that was what you were playing for yeah. better or worse for the next two months, maybe more, right? Today, we have 100 games. We could be yeah. 100, 200, 300 games we could be playing at any time uh, with zero friction, right? No having to save up your allowance and go to Toys R Us for mowing lawns to get to get a new game. <laughs> and, Yo, and games were expensive back then. Yeah, they like, really were. Seeing those Toys R Us ads where it was like Doom 64 was $90 or $75 or something like that, I was like, ooh, that's 90s money too. That's not like today, like damn. Yeah, for us, it was you only got, like, new games for, like, birthday or Christmas. And that's when I got my stuff. Like, I mm-hmm. never... Or I rented things, uh, obviously. I did that a lot. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't think of anything. There's games, I think, that haven't aged well, sure. But, I mean, I think I go in with that expectation of just mm-hmm. knowing that this is what... And then you'll be surprised, too, how some things do hold up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel, for example, I feel very lucky in that my favorite game of all time, Tony Hawk's Underground, I think still plays like a dream. Like some of those, like the first couple Tony Hawk games, like aged really badly, mm-hmm. but they hit that sweet spot around four, and then Underground's the one afterwards. That's like I feel like I'll play it the rest of my life, and it will never like suck for me. 
Mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure, not the case. <laughs> yeah. VA, do you have one for this? Um, I mean, it's been so long since I played it. But Tomb Raider, like the oh, the that's OG, a good one, actually. the OG, yeah, the OG yeah. one. Yeah, that game was really cool, but does not hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at all. I, I uh, yeah, I have, I have, I've just remembered to. Uh, I don't think Mario sixty four holds up super great anymore. Playing it on Switch, I was like. Mm-hmm. I would much rather be playing the other games, but that's, I know that's a that's a bit spicier. Um, spicy, spicy. All right, two more, and then we're All gonna right. say goodbye. Um, Tack, I'm just making these up now because I don't want to <laughs> stop the podcast because that means it's over. Um, don't, don't he dies don't after this. Don't it's true. It's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is from then. So his name is spelled T H O M. Is that? Tom or Tom? Tom. Okay. Tom. I just haven't seen it spelled that way. Uh, then Tom was like over on Discord. Uh, what two games would you switch the weapons of where one has ultra modern weapons and the other has primitive weapons? None. Why would I, why <laughs> okay, would I do that? that? Again. So like kind of like the Far Cry primal approach, right? Like take a series that's known for like its weapons, right? But then switch yeah. it to maybe more archaic. So yeah, sure. I'd love to see, We, me and Marcus have been talking about this in a, in a very meme and jokey format for a long time. So I would love to see Call of Duty Year Zero, uh, literally cavemen era take on the, F, on the modern FPS. Um, you know, instead of cars, you have dinosaurs. I mean, we're talking, you know, slingshots, rocks, clubs. Oh man, they could do it right. right? It'd be crunchy, right? It'd have to be. Um, your kill streak would be like a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly correct. Right? Yeah. I would like to see that. That like, would be dope. Yeah. I would actually like I would like to play that. If you know it could be a huge mess, obviously that'd be a huge risk, but I think it would be really it could have turned out really great. So mm-hmm. For sure. That's Blake, an easy slam dunk for me. Yeah. You leaned in on this. Elden Ring but with guns. It's easy <laughs> now. <laughs> easy game you just you, shoot you know you know someone far. is going to try that right you know in a, in a, in a boardroom yeah. somewhere somebody's like see that game oh, yeah. i want that but i want it with uh with guns i'm sorry were we supposed to switch them like like what yeah I, we're supposed to swap it with something else but oh. i didn't <laughs> El, elden ring and uh ba- battlefield 2042 there you go so yeah. the so battlefield 42 now has like magic and yeah, so the jets instead are the uh, dragons that you're riding. Bro, so yes. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that might add a little bit of spice to that game, honestly. I start playing that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I saw... remember when we played that game, we were just like, oh, help me. That was like the worst. Re- oh, man. My favorite part was that y'all, <laughs> I, think, I think in the headlines and tweets, you're like, we're taking on tornadoes in Battlefield. We never saw a single tornado. <laughs> and still have it to this day. <laughs> You could fly your dragon around the tornado if it showed up. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could do that in Fortnite. And then in Elden Ring, you could have a sniper and shoot Melania with one shot and beat her. But wouldn't Melania have her own scope? sniper rifle? She'd like, be a, she'd like to be the elite sniper then, right? Oh, in my head, I was thinking only I. <laughs> well, yeah, this is very fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that changes everything. Uh, Pac-Man and Battlefield 2042 then in my case. Oh my god. I, I shoot the ghosts. There you go. Right. You don't have to say an answer, you know. 
<laughs> Say less. I've never been roasted so hard. Yeah, that, that, was, that was one of the biggest Kim roasts I have ever seen. Holy seen some pretty cow. Big ones. <laughs> oh, she saved that for you, Tech. Last, uh, I mean, I'm, last I'm glad I was there for that one. That one was a sick burn. <laughs> wow. That was, that was awesome. Uh, I'm hoping people stuck around for that. Moment, moment of the show. Um, Put that on Instagram. Yeah, keep it chat. Yeah. Keep it chat. Yeah. Uh, last one here. This oh, comes no. from Jonah Abraham. And Jonah says, I beat Elden Ring. Congratulations. That's exciting. Um, that is good. That is awesome. It, it's, it's the first time I've ever stuck with a Souls game. That's amazing. Uh, what's a genre you never thought you'd get into until a game changed your mind? Tack. Take us I mean, off here. Or actually, I, I hate to give this answer because I've given it so many times, but it is true. It's Souls. Um, the first time I played Souls, I dropped it real fast. I thought it was I thought it was awful. I was like, this game didn't tell me anything. I have no idea what to do. And I wandered into the graveyard like many people do. And, you know, the giant skeleton started killing me. I started going down into the catacombs and everything, which is, by the way, that is not a zone you want to begin the game going to. And I thought that was like, you know, the the direction that you were supposed to go at the beginning of the game. And I just got completely annihilated. And I'm like, well, you know what? I don't know why people think this game's any good. And I shelved it for like six months. Mm -hmm. And then I came back to it and I went the right way uh, at the beginning. And now I know, you know, there's many different ways you can go at the beginning, which is one of the things that makes the game so cool. But um, after that, it stuck. And I guess I'm really happy, you know, it was Reiner's beat area before and he got stuck on some other cover story during the Dark Souls 2 review. And he's just like, Who's played a Souls game? I'm like, I have. I and, forgot that he even was the <laughs> and one. He's, and I'm like, he's like, all right, well, you're on this now. And then. That's that, a wild origin story. I, yeah. I, I know, right? Um, yeah. I just kind of fell into it because he was looking for somebody to review Souls 2. And we didn't have anybody on staff that had the, I got the, the experience. Yeah. It was really interesting how I just jumped into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really cool. cool. I actually <laughs> didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've said on this podcast a bunch, but like shout out to Gears Tactics and Mario V Rabbids for getting me interested in uh, tactics games. Those games are great and you should play them if you don't like tactics games because they're really good. So mine would be Resident Evil Village very recently. Mm. Getting me more into horror. Mm. I've been I've been ever since I played that game, I've been a little more brave in both movies and games Ooh, Ooh, i, like I got i got nice. some stuff for you then <laughs> not that brave all right <laughs> yeah i like that i like that I, oh. sorry go kim no as i say i've talked about this before but hades definitely mm-hmm. i never really liked roguelikes like mm-hmm. whatever at all like i hated the repetition of like things um and after that, like I said, I played like Slay the Spire and really liked that, which is a little different, but you mm-hmm. know, kind of the same concept. Um, but yeah, Dead Cells. before that, never mm-hmm. wanted to touch those types of games. I think really. Dead Cells was the one that got me into those. Same. Yeah. Um, Blake, how about you? I mean, it's probably Souls, but um, I'll say for a different answer, I'll say Persona 5 royal for like turn-based jrpgs and to be fair i haven't played any since then but i am looking forward to persona 6 count you didn't play anything else okay. in the genre after playing okay. it in that case 
Elden Ring, definitely the Souls. Like they were a series I wanted to like so bad. And I never thought they were bad. I would come on here and talk a bunch of shit. I always thought they were good, but they weren't for me. And then the fact I finally got to like one, I was like so, so stoked on. Um, and I do really want to go play the other ones because I played like 10 hours of Sekiro. I know that's quite different, but like I want to go back and retry them having played 80 hours of Elden I'd play, I'd play Sekiro last if that's your goal. Like that one sure. is, is the, the one that's... Yeah. The rest of them are all... They're all, you know, it's very important to say these are RPGs where, you know, you can yeah. create, you create your character and can level it up and whatever challenge you're facing, you can find more tools and resources to help tackle it. I've spent seven years wanting Bloodborne to be one of my favorite games of all time based solely on the aesthetic. And I think I'm ready to play it now. Bloodborne was the best game. Yeah. Before Elden Ring. Before Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm ready for Bloodborne to be my second favorite Souls game of all time. <laughs> I did start that up the other day. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I, I need to actually give it a shot because I'm scared. I'm not going to like it because it's the, the lack of open world, but, um, yeah, I've thought about that. But then part of me is like, I could go for a souls game. That's not this open. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, like, I don't think I could replay Elden Ring. Like that sounds exhausting to me, but a more streamlined version of it. I think like I th there is side content it. and hidden content in it. Sure, it's, yeah. it's certainly not even right. close to the to an open yeah. world experience. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Elden Ring may be my Breaking Bad, where it's like I love this, I will remember this experience forever. Um, but like, I don't know if I can mentally bring myself through it again. But we'll see. You know, the year is long, and if the the current drought is any indication, maybe I will start a new game. To, uh, need, I mean, I'm on my plus. sixth playthrough already, Alex. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what has been weird. Is like I don't want to play that game, but I want to consume it still though mm -hmm. so, like very uncharacteristically i watch tons of streams of it's that game like really? every single day yeah they're all like that too because you want to see how someone else's experience differs from you yeah and it's because as i've always said you know i wasn't just talking out of my uh my tutor when i'm like <laughs> when i'm like this is a very personalized experience because it is yeah. everyone's got different challenges and does things different ways and it's fascinating to watch other players go through the same experiences you did in a completely different way. And you right. kind of get the emotional arc with them too. You because do. You'll watch someone play a boss you struggled on for literally, you'll watch them like three hours throughout the day. And then when they beat it, you have that like rush of adrenaline. Yeah. Real quick. It's yeah, all, it's yeah you know, I'll, I'll go and like try to find streamers who are fighting millennia. Right. Cause you know, it's yeah. gonna take a while and just watching it's like, yep, um, here we mm -hmm. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great game, man. I'll tell you what, this Elden Ring. People, I wish more people. I wish more people were talking about. Do they know it. about yeah. this game? How did do we not? How, how do we not see this one coming? It we should have reviewed it. We should have reviewed uh, it. Why did we pass on it? Jeez, Louise. Well, I can't think of a better way to end what has been a fantastic podcast, episode six hundred. Um, you know, we wish we could do some stuff in person. We wish we could do just some other stuff, but I think this is a great way to celebrate six hundred episodes of the show. Um, absolutely incredible legacy. Um, that we couldn't have done without you, and we also couldn't have done it without you, Dan Tack. What would Hanson say? One eighty four. You you one eighty seven. One eighty seven. A lot of episodes. Yeah, it's a, wow. it's a lot. I didn't I didn't think it was that many. Yeah. Do you want to Do you want to send us home, Tack? Any Any parting thoughts? I'm gonna miss everybody here, and I'm certainly gonna miss the community. But you know, hey, you know where to find me. So, um. And I can't wait to talk more about what I'm doing. And I think you'll 
don't think you'll think it was a cool choice. So, love ya. And I'll see you soon. I'm not going to say goodbye. I'll say I'll see you soon. All right? It's never goodbye. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The next step is so cool for him. And I'm excited for everyone to learn about it. But I'm sad you're leaving. So, Dan Tack, everyone. The legend. He's the jacket for a reason. You know him. You love him. Shout out. Eight years. Couldn't have done it without you. Thank you, Tack, for everything. 